It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. And didn't get an hour. I mean, didn't get paid a dime. The only one lost in that situation was me. But I don't blame your aunt. I gave it back. She she just was had a false impression as to what I was going to be able to do. Clear your rental debts and shit like that. That ain't no motherfucking public debt. But anyway, I don't know what the specifics of it is, but either way it goes, it was some bullshit that they heard from someone else that they tried to come to me and get a consultation in regards to, and I had to give them their money back. I didn't have to. I chose to as a motherfucking man, but y'all want to be playing me in the limelight. Word free donated just because she supported me. That's just like somebody walking down the street saying you homeless and gave you 50 bucks and then two months later come back talk about they wanted that. Bitch, I ain't got to give you nothing back, but I gave Word Free her money back, too. Although she didn't donate for a service, she donated to support. I still gave that whole her money back. And y'all still trying to throw my motherfucking name through the mud. You're not going to be able to stop it because I don't live off fucking donations. I don't take care of my home or my family off donations. I do that off the hard motherfucking court work. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I can give motherfuckers their donation back. That's why I ain't been promoting my motherfucking donate links. That's why I don't give a fuck if a motherfucker donated or not. I'm going to be here exposing shit regardless. And then this bitch seeing center don't say, okay? and you went from being a sovereign citizen to now going at the Tommy. You stopped doing, bitch, I ain't stopped doing nothing. Just because I, I, I talk to people, I do consultations on the regular. I'm steady talking to people. I'm setting motherfucking me with people locally. They dropping by my crib that know me personally, getting some information, some info, some some docs, whatever. Bitch, I'm still handling shit like I'm having. What are you talking about? I just chose to publicly expose somebody else right now. I bet you hot right now. Too bad. Too fucking bad. Let me continue. Tell her to go purchase a deal, though, because of course she ain't got a man because in that, in that, Venereal disease video, because I got my my kid, and I got my auntie, and I got that bitch never mentioned a man. That bitch never mentioned she got a man because she don't. She never even mentioned her mom and dad, and that's where I'm going to leave that. Go listen to the venereal disease show where she calls in and takes over the show like she just tried to do mine. That's who I was talking about earlier, that bitch right there. And I'm going to call her where she is because she thinks she's slick. But I'm glad you came on my show and admitted that the reason you mad at me is because of your auntie, but your auntie got her money back immediately for a donation in which I provided the service that I said I was going to provide for me as a man, knowing that she didn't get the results that she thought she was going to get, even though I didn't tell her she was going to get that, those results. She got her motherfucking money back. Thank you for admitting that. That's all we need. You, my, but you said without me, even though you ain't my friend, you just a bitch, my friend, but you ain't my friend. <laughs> Let me chill out. Let me chillax. That means chill and relax. Now, 
watch them start saying that too. Chillax. Let's chill and relax at the same time. Calm down, pipe up. Free. LOL. SOM. Ha ha ha. But now, since center came from came from me, and I have not respect. I am not respect for her. I'm thinking no respect for her. Freddie Brown Brown says, "Why is she even calling in to argue?" I don't know why the bitch continues to. This is the bitch that continued to call into my show multiple times. My wife had to check her one show. Matter of fact, I don't think y'all heard of that. So let's play back. And I've heard her on other shows talk about I got when they got my other number when I had to change it a multiple times. She had called in and the voices I still got the same phone. The voicemail's still on my phone. I still got the voicemail. I ain't looked at it. She insinuated that she called me other times with the new number and left voice messages and I won't respond because I ain't fucking looked at it. You know how many fucking voice messages I got on standby because of the shit y'all was doing? I ain't listened to all of them, but I still got them, even though my number changed them. Still got them. Let me see if I can find this video. Because I want y'all to hear her. This is the individual I was just talking to. Let's see. True. What was that video? True Free Man. Life checks. Tommy fan. I don't know. Something of that nature. It should pop up. That's it. True Green Man. True Green Man. True Green Man. True Free Man's wife. Let's see. I think there's something like that. Anybody know the title to that video? Anybody. If y'all know the title of that video, I want to play this shit real quick. Anybody? True Free Man. No. Anybody know the title to that video? Let me go to the chat. Anybody know the title to that video where, uh, matter of fact, fuck it. Fuck it. Video manager, I'll do it like this. Because it's on, it's on this motherfucker. I want y'all to hear this shit. That lady I just tried to talk to, I want y'all to hear this shit. It's somewhere here. I don't know when it happened. It was before the winter heat. I did it. I Let me see, look at the chat. Anybody know? Anybody know what the title of that video is? Well, my wife had to get on the phone and check this out. Straight up. And I tried to give her a little bit of opportunity, you know, but, you know, she's trying the same old thing. Let's see. Uh, nobody's posting. I'm looking up at the other board. Nobody's posting the title, so I guess y'all don't know. Um, uh, I want y'all to hear this shit. I want y'all to hear how this woman talks. Straight up. Straight up. Okay. 
fuck it, you called my phone and said that you would not do. This is not the first time you called into my show and tried. You didn't call many times after the fact that you said you wouldn't call into my show, so I can mute, 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 mute. Even though I attempted to allow you to talk, but I have to be able to interject this. I'm fucking show. I'm doing the interview. You can't ramble on about bullshit that's lies and has no common sense, therefore lacking a whole lot of fucking merit, and expect me not to motherfucking interject. And you talk so goddamn much. And look for my upcoming video of that bullshit you said on uh, Venereal Disease Channel. That also makes you look worse than you look right now. But oh well, each is all. Bitch, go something. Go something. Here, go ahead. Back a while ago, the number she's calling from is 
0986. I don't know what's wrong with this bitch. And yeah, I'm calling her a bitch, because how did you call somebody's phone that told you to stop calling them? You leave fucked up voice messages talking shit, and you keep calling them, and they keep telling you to stop calling their motherfucking phone, and you keep calling their goddamn phone talking shit. This is a bitch. This is the prime example of a bitch. Right? That's crazy, because this dumb bitch just want her voice to be heard. Mind you, she's doing all this shit for Tommy, sort of my old. Shit makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. Bitch, they call me so many motherfucking times a day. It's fucking ridiculous. And I just tell her, hanging up the phone, hanging up the phone, hanging up the phone. She kept on calling, back to back to back to back to back to back, leaving fucking text messages and shit. I ain't even check them. And then I just decided to answer the motherfucking phone. And lo and behold, it was this stupid bitch. She texted me right now. It was this stupid fucking bitch that's sitting up here talking that bullshit on my motherfucking uh, voice messages that I played y'all a while back. Okay? It says, uh, here's this bitch. She didn't send me four text messages. 702 is her number. 702-245-0986. Bitch shouldn't be calling my phone. And there, here go this bitch again. Here go this bitch again. Watch this. Hey, let me ask you a question, baby. Let me, let me, let me ask you a question. Listen, stupid bitch. You call it FBI. You call it CIA. You puss ass. You, you the only pussy. You the only pussy, bitch. Bitch, stop talking about balls. Listen, listen, bitch. Bitch, suck a dick and get off my mother. See what I'm saying? And this bitch refused to stop calling my goddamn phone. It seems I keep missing your live streams, but you owe me 15 minutes. This is Sand Center. I will debate you. I work. You don't. So I missed your live call. But I got time today. When are you going live? Bitch, I ain't even said nothing to you, right? Says you want to play my voicemails. Go live right now, you bitch. Put me up. Oh. Let me explain something. You work, I don't. Bitch, I work everything. See, what y'all don't realize is sometimes I don't go to bed at 4 or 5 in the morning because I'm in my garage. I'll stream all day if I want to, and I'll go out of my garage. It's working. Sometimes, I, put it like this. I'm up at 5 o'clock, 5, 5.30 every fucking morning. I don't give a fuck. About if I go to bed at 3.30, I'm up at 4, 5.30. No later than 6.30. That's a fact. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't get much sleep. And it ain't because I'm not getting sleep because you motherfuckers. I'm not getting sleep because I put work in and I sacrifice certain things. That's not good for you, know. But oh, well, we all going to die sometimes. What I'm going to do is know that time up. What I'm going to do is based on knowing that time is up the essence. So I'm going to do what I can do while I can do it. Because you never know when I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to get my shit out now. If it stresses me out, if it wears me down, if it takes a toll on me, so motherfucking be. At the end of the day, my family going to be taken care of. At the end of the day, when I go, there will be a nice piece of property left for some of my family. You feel what I'm saying? My kids. You understand what I'm saying? So y'all can say what the fuck y'all want to say. I really don't care. I really don't. 
at the end of the day, there's a lot of shit set up already that y'all have no clue about. But y'all call me broke, y'all call me jealous, y'all call me this, y'all call me that. What y'all don't understand is I set my own schedule. I made more in three days over this weekend than most of you motherfuckers make in a week. I got a couple of eyes in my pocket now. But according to y'all, I'm still broke. But some of y'all, what I can make, so I can make a week's pay in one day sometimes. That means if I want to, the other six days of the week is on me. Because if I look at it like, this is how I look at it. I'm 41 years old. I ain't trying to get rich. If I end up being rich, then it's meant for me to be. As long as I can take care of my family, do certain things I want to do, you know what I mean? Can't do everything I want to do because I ain't kind of people so on and so forth. I'm good as long as bills is paid. Sometimes we got to put shit off and, and make arrangements. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. I'm cool. That's what I do. That is some of, some people don't have that freedom. Their life. See, I can deal with whatever I, that comes before me or that I'm faced with as long as I'm living. Once I'm dead, that's when I have no control over what's going on. I have every bit of control over what's going on. And believe me, I'm strategically taking control of this. And what y'all fail to realize or acknowledge, even though I've told you many times that money doesn't make me, I make the money. Okay? Money doesn't make me, I make the money. I ain't rich saying I got millions in the bank, and if I had millions, it wouldn't be stored in the bank anyway because you're not going to charge me interest on money that I'm letting you use to take and then loan out to people with astronomical amounts of interest. So you want to take my money and use my money to loan to somebody else to make more money off them, not only the fact that uh, not including the fact that you taxing me off letting you borrow my motherfucking money or hold my money. You got me fucked up. If I was a millionaire, it wouldn't be in the bank. It wouldn't be in the bank. And it wouldn't be in the house where I domicile it, which I know about. So if I did have a whole bunch of money, I'll tell you one thing. It wouldn't be in the bank. I'll tell you another thing. Motherfucking IRS wouldn't be taking half of my motherfucking money every goddamn year. Right? So y'all say what the fuck y'all want to say. Let's continue with the rest of the bullshit. Go by seeing Grinner or whatever the name is, because I tried to listen to this. Now, I tell you what, she finally get her shit together. She don't have to agree with me. But if she calls in again and I recognize her voice, guess what? Not today. I, I'm not I'm not fucking with you today. I, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing Because you can't be honest. I want you to stick because I see you got your hand up. I want you to be able to sit back and process everything that was said and took place today. And if you call, if you come back another time, another show, and call in and ask or show so more respect than you showed today, which was none, right? Um, I'll give you a few moments. So by the time you call in every blue moon here and there, you'll be able to got your old motherfucking statement across over ten years. The way you going, at the rate you going. I'm just saying. You got to be honest with yourself. Because you started out saying that the issue was about the situation with your auntie, but at the end of the day, your auntie got my time free of charge and got her fucking money back. But that was the gist of your problem with me. 
And then you say that I ain't provide you more information so you can re- continue to retain your freedom, and I'm going after Tommy. You ain't wanting to be honest. The honesty is that you was following me. If you want to be honest, if you want to be honest right now, let me say this, Penn Center. I see your hand up. I'll unmute your mic, you had, and I'm telling you, you got to be honest. If you, if what I'm getting ready to say is true and you want to admit that, take your, put your hand down. You know how to do it with your phone. Put your hand up and down three, four times. Let me see you blink, but I ain't said it yet, so let me say The gist of the real reason why you shitty at me is because based on what your auntie wanted in regards to help, I couldn't provide to her, therefore giving her her money back. Maybe she lost something. It wasn't because of me. For one, your auntie may have been one of the ones that come to me at at the fifth hour, at the ninth hour. You feel what I'm saying? Or at the eleventh hour, excuse me. Twelve hours, you know what I mean? Or or, or at the twenty third hour. Depends on how you look at it. I don't got the uh, politically correct way to say it, but I know if it's a twenty four hour span, I would say at the twenty third hour, like you got an hour to make this happen. And I'm clearly speculating right now. Not really, but I'm saying this. I want to see if you agree. If you do, it is what it is. Let's be honest. Yeah, you already stressed that your initial problem was based on the situation between you and my your aunt. If your aunt is being honest with you, I never disrespected her. I never said nothing bad to her. I never said nothing bad about her. Even though she donated to me for an hour consultation, I didn't expose her private information. I done the consultation and gave her and extended, I extended the time that she paid for. And at the end of the day, I then in turn gave her money back. You let this back. And this was years before I even got got started exposing Tommy or even knew who he was. So we knew it had nothing to do with that. Because y'all trying to tarnish my reputation, but thank you for coming in in the first part of my show admitting that what y'all are saying about me is actually not true. Because you were a part of this bullshit that was being spread on YouTube, and you just came into my show and admitted that you lied. You didn't realize that you, by by what you just agreed to and admitted to, that you admitted that you've been lying. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. But let's be real with it. Because you then admitted on the show today that uh, that's how you found out about me through your auntie, and then you start following me so on and so forth. So then you got wind of it and was thinking this, that, there other because you were misinterpreting or misreading or mishearing what the fuck I was saying. Being the fact that you didn't go into, I used to be this follower and I ain't doing that no more and now I'm doing something different. Could it be that you actually are shitty that I'm not providing you the content in which is the original basis of you following me? Let me see. I see you got your hand up. Let me see your hand go down and up a few times if what I just said is the truth. And if that be the case, I'll unmute your mic. You can admit to that, and then I will give you the more truth you reveal and the more shit you admit to, the more I'm willing to open your mic. And I don't want you to do it just to get your voice heard. I only want you to do it if you want to be honest with yourself and everyone. So you know how to start aiding Take your, uh, put your hand up, take it down, put it up. Just put it up, take it down, put it up, take it Or hang up and call right back in and then put your hand back on if you're in the hospital. And I'll unmute your mic. But then you need to address what I just said. 
You need to admit to it. If you're going to deny it to it, ain't no sense in doing it. You need to stay right there with your hand up and you're not fucking up. And if you do it trying to play me and I'll meet your mic, you're going to do what you claim you were going to do and I'll meet your mic anyway. So at the end of the day, you're going to meet me. So I see you're not doing it. So we'll move on. We'll move on. So let me continue to play the rest of this show. Okay. No. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to first go up here to uh, South Texas. Let me get Texas. I don't like Texas. I don't. Because 99.99% of calls from Texas, y'all know what they do. You are unmuted. I'll speak into a word at this time. Texas, look. Yes, who am I speaking to? Who am I speaking to and what's your concern? I hear you. So who am I speaking to and what is your concern? Yes, sir. This is this is Todd Morris. Uh, I'm a, a fellow host here at uh, TalkShoe, and uh, I actually had the opportunity to call into uh, Tommy's uh, program, I think it was last week sometime, and to... Uh, okay. Him about the uh, the incident that you were uh, talking about maybe a couple weeks ago on your show where he had sent the animal control to your house and had people, uh, you know, stalking your wife and different things. Well, I, hold on, hold on. I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right there. I'm going to let you talk. Yes, sir. But I don't think, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think Tommy the one made the call to animal kind control. I don't think he has the balls to do that. But he had somebody else do it. He is responsible for it. I don't think Tommy is is actually. Yeah, I want to make this clear. I, I don't believe Tommy himself. Now some of the shit he is doing, but some of the shit I know he's not doing. Okay, yeah. and that's one. I don't think and uh, Tommy is the one called Animal Care Talk. Matter of fact, I know who did it. I just don't know their real identity. I know another individual that's part of it and that has done something of the like, but I know his identity, and I'll leave it at that. And neither one of them is Tommy, but they are doing it for him and based on his instructions. But go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought... No, 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 that's fine. It's your show. and uh, I'm not actually all that familiar with your program. I've only listened just a few times, so I'm, I'm not 100% sure on what your name is, and I, I didn't bring up your name on Tommy's show. But uh, Tommy made a statement, something along the lines, is uh, feeling sorry for you, you know, because someone dedicates so much of their time to trying to take him down and all that all that Tommy Sotomayor stuff uh, that, that he normally does on his show. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it... It really is a bad situation, uh, especially if they're getting involved in your personal life, you know, off air, behind the scenes, however you want to put it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's a bad situation, and I've been going back and forth the last couple of weeks between your show and Tommy's show to kind of get both sides of of the argument here. Okay, and I and I feel that's a fair way to deal with it is to get both sides. 
And uh, you can say what you want to say. I'm going to allow you to talk as long as you need to talk. You know, as long as no disrespect. And disrespect is not a disagreeing with me. Don't listen to the fool. You yes, know sir. what I mean? Yes, uh, things like right from the shit you said, you just like, okay, I stumbled upon, regardless of who, uh, which one of us is the reason why you stumbled upon us, who you were watching first, regardless of whatever. But it seems like that. Based on what you said so far, it appears to me that you are a uh, individual outside looking in, and you're yes, just sir. trying to understand what the facts and the truth is. Yes, and sir. that's what I want. And if you under, if you end up doing your research and finding out that based on what you believe or perceive to be the truth and the facts is that I'm wrong, then it is what it is. I'm not gonna, you know, I'll say what I have to say can't change my. But if you're real, or you go vice versa in Tommy's corner, right? Or, yes. you know, uh, Tommy against me or at me against Tommy. It should be about the truth. Fuck who's more popular on YouTube and so on and so forth. Because I'm about truth, and, and if you actually are trying to figure this out as to what this is all about, uh, I'm going to end up doing the strength, and I'm going to show people the first two videos I did. I've talked about them. I'm going to show them, and I'm going to recap them on live streams now because then I wasn't making live streams when I, I, I didn't even know nothing about live streams. I'm, I'm, it's, uh, it's been eight about eight months, eight, maybe nine months since I've first been made aware of live streaming and what the significance of it is. The reason why I like it so much because I don't have to edit, copy, paste, do this, do that, add this in, add that in, Go through this program, uh, 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 process the motherfucker, make it like I yes. wanted to, upload yes. it, and then wait on the hours it takes to upload. I like doing it like this. When I hit start, the show starts. When I hit end, the show ends. It processes. It encodes. Next thing you know, it's in a YouTube video. That's why I've been doing more live streams, okay? But at yes. the end of the day, if you're going to um, come in, look at this situation for what the truth is, then I appreciate any criticism based on what you see. But before you come with criticism towards me, yes, review the facts of what they have done to my family. Listen, Tommy can't show you one individual out of all the shit that's been happening to him over all these years he's been out here. He can't show you one individual showing up at his property, not even the police. I can not only show you police, I can show you animal care and control because I have a surveillance system around my home for a reason, evidence. Facts, truth, proof. You understand? You can yes, check out my video. You can see them sending animal care and control to my house on false claims. You can see them see them sending police to my house on false claims. You can see them sending fire department on false claims to my home by calling nine one one to Indianapolis, claiming that someone got bit by a dog at my address. You can. Uh, See, actually, the Christmas ads that have been posted in different states that 10, 15 hours from me, given my phone number, I've had to change my number five times. You actually can see videos on my YouTube channel that show these people coming to my home, me taking my phone or my uh, DSLR camera out there to ask me why the fuck they're in my property. And they tell me this Christmas ad and excuse me, this, that, or other. I've never in my life posted my address in any ad that I post online. Never. Yes, sir. Okay? Now, all these facts are proven, but yet you could never find anyone ever showing up to Tommy's house on a 
false call or on a call off of some beef he has with YouTube. And everyone that's doing this, they're all doing it because of time. And I'm not trying to sway you one way or the other. I just hope you look at the facts because then if you look at the facts and say, true, free man, you lying. We don't see that. You ain't proving it. There's no proof. There's a, and you can call back and call me. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I just had to throw it in. Go get some. You got as much time as you need. No, I was actually wondering where we can find uh, your YouTube videos at. But I would definitely like to. Uh... Oh, okay. You're on talk show. You did say this the first time. True Freeman. Put True Freeman in the YouTube uh, search more. E-R-U-E space Freeman. F-R-E-E-M-A-N. I have multiple channels. There's only really two I've been working off of, which is this one, because they flagged my main one. Now, my main one, I originally started out on that channel in 2011. I'm going into judicial system and the corrupt system, period, against blacks, whites, everybody. There's no such thing as black and white. I want I want to throw something to you, because I can tell by your voice and I've got a good sense of character. You're what they would call a white man, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want you to think about something. This will get you to looking into my legal videos. And uh, my my life is on YouTube in regards to dealing with the uh, corrupt judicial system. It's not you white people are racist, fuck you crackers, so on and so forth. I don't feel that way. Because a lot of white people are going through the same situation as us so-called black people. I want you to take something into consideration. Why is it that your so-called kind, i.e. white people, and I'm throwing up quotations, Got that from my brother Colbert Radio, which is also what's considered a white guy. But anyway, he's a great guy. Uh, Why do your people, i.e. white people, and my people, i.e. black people, why are we the only two classes or races of people on the face of this planet that call ourselves a color? You consider yourself white. I used to consider myself black. And I'm speaking those terms now, but I'm not black. I'm not. My skin tone is dark to where you equate it to be black. But this is going to get you to get in my legal shit to see really who I am and where I started from. Straight exposing them is my my logo. Yes, and it's whatever that needs to be exposed, okay? So yes, I got into the, the uh, exposing the corrupt judicial system. You'll see that on my main channel. Right now I got 18,000, almost 19,000 subscribers, less than 30 from having 19,000 subscribers. That channel was started in 2011. I show documented proof, court records, um, um, certified copies of public record, court records showing you the fraud within the judicial system. It has nothing to do with color, although they're using people who label themselves as a color to perpetuate their bullshit lies. See, you guys, you white people are no, no less of a slave than we are. I will say that we, as so-called um, what they call color-skinned people do get treated worse. But at the end of the day, they don't give a fuck about y'all nor us. But I want you to take something into consideration. Why, do, why don't Chinese people call themselves tank? Why don't uh, uh, Iraqis call themselves tan? Why don't um, Chinese people call themselves beige or tan? Why, why the, the only two races of people on the face of this planet that label themselves an actual color is so-called black and white people? And then I want to ask you, why are the two people on the face of this earth, two classes and or races of people on the face of this earth, 
that go at each other and are are, are um, uh, being racist against each other, each other, so on and so forth. Why does that all tie back to the so-called black people and white people? Why doesn't it include the Hispanics? Now, uh, uh, why doesn't it include the Arabs? Why doesn't it include the true Africans? Why doesn't it include the Amish? Why doesn't it include um, uh, uh, the people in Europe, which is true Europeans, which which you which is what you are? Why doesn't it include uh, the Asians, the Japanese, so on and so forth? Why are we the only two classes of people? And guess what? Racism started off of that. They perpetuated racism off of black and white, so-called black and white people. I say so-called for a reason. And the reason why I'm going to this extent of in detail as to what I'm saying, because I want you to know why I started out coming to you today. It's to expose anything that needs to be exposed. The first thing I noticed that needs to be exposed was the corrupt judicial system that's trying to make you people like you which is considered white people, and people like me, which is considered black people, to feel like it's your fault and you point the finger at me and say it's my fault, and then we out here fighting against each other when this motherfucker is the puppet master pulling the strings convinced that that's harming you and I, maybe not you specifically, but I'm talking about the class of people, and convincing us that it's, it's that man's fault or that class's fault and, and convincing us that it's y'all's fault. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I really came out here to expose the truth. There's no, there's, truth be told, there's no real truth about racism except for the bullshit. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit because the only people that's in a race war right now is so-called black people, so-called white people. The only people that label themselves of color that you can find in the crayon box is so-called black people, so-called white people. The only people fighting each other right now is so-called black people, so-called white people. See, others don't fall for that shit. Amish don't call themselves a color. Uh, Hispanics don't call themselves a color. Asians, Japanese, uh, uh, I mean, you name it. We're the only fucking culture of people, the two cultures of people that call themselves a color. And we're the only two people or classes of people fighting each other. See, they want a race war to soup. If a race war ensues tomorrow, guess what? Guess who won't be involved? Well, I can't tell you everybody that wouldn't be involved, except for the fact that it wouldn't be nobody other than blacks and so-called whites. So-called blacks, so-called whites. If a race war in, exists or starts to happen tomorrow or next week or next month, the only two motherfucking classes are what y'all call races of people that would be involved is blacks and whites. And the only way that other classes or races of people will be involved is if the white people fuck with them and attack them or the so-called black people fuck with them and attack them. Sorry for keep running my mouth. I talk too much. No, no. Shit that I... <laughs> Go ahead, brother. What you got to say about that? Or you want to uh, continue with what you had to say? No, sir. No, sir. You can uh, continue. I was. Uh, I agree with you 100% on the points that you just made. And, uh, you know, I have been enjoying your your show the last uh, few times that I've been here and, and even this show today. And uh, I'm just glad to be here. Oh, okay. Sorry about all the cursing and shit, shit happens. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. I'm going to get an addiction. You know what I mean? I have it. And, I, and it's not that I'm trying to please anybody. That's why I do me. 
But at the same time, I have to understand I'm trying to reach a, a larger volume of people. I'm trying to uh, expand the demographics of my listeners. So I have to start working on my presentation. That's one of my addictions. That's one of my issues. And it's not an issue that uh, hurts me, but it hurts the message. So if what I'm doing is not about me but about the message, then I have to work towards doing what's best for getting the message out there. And that's who I am. I don't, I'm, I'm not perfect. I don't try to be perfect, but what I will tell you is I am up front and honest. I am up front and honest. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. I try to be. So, and I don't, you know, and you, I, all I want you to do so you really see what the truth is, is just look into both of them. I don't know how you, as a what they call white man, stumbled up on up, um, and I say us as the, what they call black people because, you know, I, I, it's like this with me. They believe that because their skin looks like me, I shouldn't say nothing about them. Bullshit. My name is True Free Man Straight Exposing Them, and it's been like that from day one. My name wasn't True Free Man Straight Exposing White People. My name yeah. wasn't True Free Man Straight Exposing Japanese. My name wasn't Drew Freeman Straight uh, exposing Europe, uh, Europeans, Asians, Hispanics, or uh, what have you. My name is True. I strategically chose this name. True Freeman, based on I'm going to tell the truth. I am what I consider to be a free man. And straight exposing um, E-M, short for them, meaning I'll expose any motherfucker that needs to be exposed. They got a problem because I'm exposing now an individual that has the skin color just about like mine. But no one had a problem when I came out here originally, and I was originally out here in 2008, going against a system which was predominantly white, which would insinuate or allude to the fact that I was a racist of some sort, which I wasn't. I don't see color. I see myself as colorblind. I don't see the bullshit that goes on and happens to different races or classes of people based on the false narrative of racism. I'm not saying I'm colorblind so that we do have people that are out here racist. You know what? I have to admit, and I've admitted before, I'm a racist. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, brother. You're going to laugh when I'm done. You right now like, oh, he's a racist. No, you're going to laugh when I'm, when I'm done. But I'm going to tell you the truth, and I'm going to deal with shit for what it is. I'm, I'm a racist, and I'm not being sarcastic. It's the truth. I'm a racist. Because if you actually go and look up the definition of a, what a racist is, it boils down to being Someone does not that does not like a certain group or class of people. And when you come to the realization that rapists are in a certain group, race, or class of people, you would understand that I, true free man, hate rapists. So by the definition of and the extent of the word racist, and what it means, alludes to, and includes, would mean that I'm a racist. I'm not a racist against people because of the color of their skin, but I'm a racist against people who rape someone because they want to take what they have 
and they're being denied doing that, so they do it with force. I'm a racist against child molesters that will go and take the childhood of a child and 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 embed themselves inside of them physically. Yeah. I'm a racist against those people. I'm a racist against cops who are on the force, and then three times a week they go to a KKK meeting. Yes, I'm a racist. See, only one can, only people that could admit that they are a racist under those terms and conditions is people who understand what it means to be a racist. Am I racist against someone because they're white and I'm black? No. I don't hate those people. I don't dislike those people. Now, I dislike some that happen to have their skin color, but I don't dislike the whole. I just dislike, and, and I'm a racist against the ones who act like it. Guess what? Private sector. I'm a racist against KKK members because they hate me. And they hang us from trees, people who look like me. Hell yeah, I hate them. But just because they white don't mean I got to hate the white people that look like them but don't participate in that bullshit and they feel like we feel being the victims against the individuals who who's the predator. Hell yeah, I'm a racist because I understand the word racism and what it means. Unlike others, am I racist against you because your skin color is white? Hell fucking no. I got white people in my family. And I'm not saying that um, they married into my family. And hell, if you look at some of the people's skin tone in my family, how many tens of thousands of us it is that exist all over the United States and even in different countries that is connected to our actual bloodline and in the family, hell, ain't none of don't none of us damn near look the same. Some of us dark, some of us brown, some of us light, some of us white. You feel me? So yes, I'm, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry I went on that long bullshit tangent. Don't mean nothing, but hell, that's me. That's true freak me away. No, you're 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 speaking volumes. Um you know, I think we all have, you know, portions of uh, racism in us. Uh, there are certain people that we don't like or certain people that we don't prefer to be around. I think everyone has some racist or, or prejudice in them. It's, I think it's, you know, all about the approach, how you approach it, how you react, and, uh, you know, we all have a little bit of, of prejudice and race in us. All right? Are you are you hate child molesters, right? Or do you agree with that? Oh no, no, not at all. Oh. So you are fucking racist. That's a fact. Exactly. Yes. So do we need to dig into the aspect of what uh, fuels your racism and what group or class of people you racism race races against? Once you tell me, I say, oh, shit, we on the same page. I thought you hate black folks. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. We we choose to think racism is you racist against the other uh, uh, color of people. But racism or being a racist extends beyond that. I'm not racist or a racist based on the way that they want us to be. But understanding the actual meaning of the word, I have to admit that I'm a racist. But I'm not a racist. I'm not the racist that other people are. 
Exactly. I'm a racist child molesters, pedophiles. Um, I'm a racist against people who sell drugs in their own damn community and harm their people. I'm a racist towards corrupt government officials. I'm a racist towards police. It has nothing to do with their color because if you go to my channel, I'm exposing corrupt black police, corrupt white police. It tends to, it happens, so happens to be more black police, I mean white police to get exposed on my show from back in the day uh, than blacks because there's more whites on the damn force. Yes. But at the end of the day, for every one white that's racist, I mean, they're, they're, I'm not racist, excuse me, I didn't mean to say that. For every white cop that's exposed on my YouTube channel for doing some corrupt shit or illegal shit, okay, I show black cops right next to them fucking not saying nothing. So at the end of the day, it ain't about the color. They want us to believe it's about the color. So we focus on each other, more on each other, and less on them who is convinced. That's, that's like, what, here's an exact, exact example of what they're actually doing. That's like you and I being that. And then we got this other neighbor. Say this other neighbor is Tommy Sotomayor since you watched a few of my videos, some of his, so on and so forth. You just trying to figure out what the middle ground is and what the fuck is going on. Understand that. So say that me, you, and Tommy is neighbors. You and I, I live in the middle. You live to the north of me, Tommy lives to the south of me. Okay? We all go to work every day but doing different hours. It comes to how y'all find out that you and Tommy's house got broken into. Now, I'm the one breaking in y'all house. Because I'm actually going out, acting like I'm going to work. I'm just giving a scenario. I'm actually acting like I'm going to work when y'all go to work, but y'all really going to work. I'm going out, leaving. When y'all leave, making y'all think I'm going to work, too. Because my whole plan is to make y'all think that I'm not even the one that's possibly doing this. I couldn't even come up on y'all radar. Now, check this out. Come to find out, when everybody leaves, and I know y'all jumped on the freeway, highway, whatever, went to y'all fucking job, and y'all got real jobs, so I know y'all went. And me knowing that I don't have a job, so I ain't went no motherfucker where, right? I just played y'all. I turn around, come back home, knowing y'all ain't got no kids, ain't nobody in the house, y'all ain't got no wives. Guess what? Y'all work hard every day. Y'all got nice flash screens, uh, security systems, uh, you know, uh, I mean, all kind of shit. Money stacked up. You got a safe, you know, one that I can carry. Yeah, whatever. Guns, so on and so forth. So while y'all at work, I break in your house, and then I go break in Tommy's house. Now, at the same time, y'all not even thinking that it could be me. But I jump in a situation and uh, uh, infuse and uh, let's say idea or uh, something for one to ponder on to get y'all at each other because I want the focus to be off me. And I come in and I just say something. Well, I'll tell you what. I've seen uh, Tommy Sotomayor didn't go to work, and actually he ain't been going to work. And one of the other neighbors, I ain't going to say their name, said he wasn't going to work. Now, mind you, I'm the one doing this shit, robbing both y'all the whole fucking time. That's what the system is. Let me make this quick because I can go real far with this and explain it in different ways. And I convince one of you or even both of you that the other one is responsible 
for the shit coming up, mess. Oh, Tommy got this little nephew. You know, Tommy go to work, but he got this little nephew that be hit legs for him because Tommy got out the game because he got hit dead. You know what I mean? And I, I don't spew any fucking lies. I know I'm the one that, that did it. I know ain't no proof I did it, but I can turn around and convince you two to go at each other and yeah. think that each other done each other. Well, my house got robbed first, and then your house got robbed then. You know what I mean? Well, when you rob my house, do you rob my house back? Once I get y'all pitting against each other, I take y'all focus on me, and I'm the one that robbed both of you motherfuckers. That's the gist of it. I can explain it like a hundred different fucking ways, but that's how I explain it right now off the top of my head, and that's pretty much what the system is doing. You can actually find it on my channel before I even start getting into Tommy. I got that Tommy when uh, he disrespected that woman like that and then admitted if it was a man, he would have the situation there. And it was like, you can't be serious. Now I see you really just picking on women. And if I got to protect the woman, I'm protecting the family you. And what I'm talking about, I'm not just solely talking about the black women, but that's who he attacked. I got a lot of white women that support me. And I'm not saying financially because some of them don't. They rock with what I, what I put out here. They share my shit. They get other people to listen. They bring it in the truth. I've, I've gotten a few people offline that don't want me to say nothing. They used to hate black people, and now they really see that this shit is all a game based on the legal shit I came out and how I dealt with the white hate that I was getting at first. I didn't tie that to all white people because I knew that wasn't true. And I know the game that's being played. I'm sorry, I talked too much. Go ahead, man. Take time you need. No, no, you made a a great point, uh, and I clearly understand what you're talking about with the illustration that you made. I did want to ask you, you know, how long has this uh, this with you and Tommy been going on, and? I heard you make reference to him disrespecting a woman. I'm not familiar with the whole situation. I'm kind of just jumping into it here within the last few weeks. So, you know, I don't know all the facts. I haven't done any kind of research besides just going backwards and forwards and listening. But what exactly did Tommy do to uh, to disrespect this, this woman in question? All right, brother. They uh they uh shut my they shut my call down. I had to call back in, so I missed everything you said. So you can go ahead. I'm fine. They tend to do that time to time, especially when we have a conversation like this, networking and building and night. Go ahead. Yes, no. I noticed the first show of yours that I caught maybe two weeks ago. They were they were doing the same thing on that call, and uh, you had to keep calling back in. And it's it's. Uh, well, I was actually asking you, like, how long has the situation with you and Tommy been going on? And I brought up the reference that you made to him disrespecting uh, this woman. And as I said, you know, I'm new, kind of just jumping into this within the last few weeks. So I don't know 
all the facts. I haven't really done any research besides, you know, listening to you and listening to Tommy as well. So how long has this been going on and how exactly did it start? Are you are you referring to how long has it been going on, uh, meaning the situation between Tommy and I? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, approximately seven months now. I'm 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 new to getting that Tommy. I've been getting that the system for all these years. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I don't give a fuck who you was. If you was in the judicial system and you was abusing your fucking legal, your 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 public position, I was exposing you. But that then removed the fact that I was going to expose anybody that needs to be exposed. They were just the first people that I chose to expose. So this this thing between Tommy and I, I'd say as far as the beat, I made a video about Tommy. It wasn't even about Tommy. It was about his misuse of a certain word, steward, worst stewards of children. And if you go and look up the word steward in the dictionary, legal dictionary, you will find out by definition that a woman who gives birth to a child cannot be considered a steward. This is how I was able to, my first video, refute, destroy, and obliterate Tommy's use of the word stewards of children or steward and using black women as a as a uh, reference as to who's the worst, a black woman that gives birth to a child that she takes care of that's her actually her actual birth child cannot be considered a steward because the steward is one who cares for the child of another by definition by definition, so that was my very first video about Tommy. It's on YouTube, and it's maybe a year and four months old now. I didn't expect him to ever even fucking see it. I was, you know, although I had 14,000-plus subscribers on my YouTube channel already, you know, um, I didn't see him say my video. It was just I had to deal with the fact. I got tired of him uh, saying people are uh, misusing words and so on and so forth, and I watched him misuse a lot of words. I just chose uh, his use of steward in relation to black women and to prove that he was wrong and to prove that he was misusing the word steward based on the many definitions of the word. Yes, sir. And proving that his, his um, theory or claim that black women were the worst stewards of children. In fact, black women are not the worst stewards of children. White women are. And I'll tell you why white women are the worst stewards of children. It's not a race based. White women are the worst stewards of children because if you check into the statistics or even the real facts, because statistics are real because they only pull a certain percentage of the mass or the people. You feel what I'm saying? So yes. if you check into daycares across the United States in every 50 states and you check into who has more daycares, black or white people, is white people. Yes, yes. They're stewards of children. They're stewards, one who's taking care or watching or caring for someone else's child. That's a steward. 
simplifying the definition. If you check into all the teachers across the United States and all 50 states, you will find that statistics will show that there's more white teachers than black. When a parent goes to work while sending their child to school, when they send their child to school and their teacher ends up being a white teacher, black, I mean, white male, white female, doesn't matter. It's like a race thing. This is a point I'm making. That means that at that time, the teachers, the white men and the white women, are operating as stewards of someone else, of the children, stewards of someone else's child, caring for some, someone else's children or property, i.e. a living being a child, while they do something else. There's more white teachers than there are black. There's more white college educators while they're back. There's more white juvenile uh, uh, I'm going to use juvenile because we talk about kids, stewards of children. If, you, if a child falls to a juvenile justice system, i.e. maybe a kid's jail, that child is a it is considered a minor, and someone is considered the steward over them. If you check into all the people that run the uh, child detention facilities, that's how I say it, the percentage will show that it's significantly, significantly greater that they are white, okay? Yes. I, when you send your children to camp, like a summer camp, the the percentage will show that the majority of people operating these camps are white. So if we want to actually do real statistics and say who's actually the worst stewards of children, it would be white people. Would you agree with that? That's not saying anything bad based on how he talks, but what I'm saying is based on the facts. The facts are more white people care. If you look into... If you look into the family, the people the, or the uh, the families or people who adopt children, black children, let's, let's be specific. The families or people that adopt children, black children. There are more black children in adopted white homes than there are black children in adopted black homes. There's a lot of black people who adopt black children. I'm not saying it's not. But the majority of people that adopt black children are white people because, in fact, white people are also adopting black children from other countries. Fact. That's true. So they, those are real stewards because they didn't give birth to them. Steward is one who's taking care of or administering the state of or is considered the guardian over someone else's child. You can be the guardian over your own goddamn child, by definition. So black women who get, see, Tommy's uh, claim is that black women who have kids are the worst stewards of children. That's, in fact, a lie, even according to the bullshit rave statistics, because more white people are actual real stewards of more black children than there are black people that are the stewards of other people's black children. That's a fact. Go ahead, brother. I mean, I talked to. No, I, I, I had never looked at uh, the uh, the numbers in that sense that there are more um, white caretakers for uh, for children in things like daycares and nurseries or churches and things like that. Uh, but very, very interesting. Uh, fact that you point out there that I never ever really thought of. 
you are right. And that is the correct definition of what a steward is. Right, and that's the first video I've done on him, so everybody knows. That's the first video I've done on Tommy. I didn't come at him in an attack mode. I just came at him to show him how you're doing everything I've heard you say that everybody else is doing, and I didn't come to attack him. I just came to say, look, man, you misusing this word steward, but you get mad when someone misuses the word the or two on your show. Because I had heard a few shows at that time after the fact, not while he was live, because at that time I was comedy. But it's like I'm listening, and I'm actually outside looking in, paying attention. And it's like it got to the point to where I said, well, i got to say so. And I'm not going to expose this guy. I'm just going to let, you know, I don't think he ever going to, because he considered himself a celebrity. I didn't really know really what he was all about there. I just knew he had a bunch of subscribers, a bunch of followers. I didn't know nothing about the donations. I didn't, I didn't know none of that shit. I just knew that he was actually lying, rather intentionally or unintentionally, and what he was saying wasn't the truth. And I said, well, I've been exposing the system, which predominantly been white, but it's been also black people because it meant anybody who – the reason why me exposing the system turned out to be more white people that I exposed than black because statistics show that there are more white people working in public office than there is black. That's the, that's the reason why I gave you those statistics, and the model statistics come from my eyes. When I'm going to the motherfucking courthouse here in Indianapolis, Indiana, I can count 15, 20, 30, 40 white people to every black person I can count that works in there. Those are real statistics. That bullshit y'all get online, that's bullshit. When you go into a, a Burger King, a Taco Bell, a White Castle, a Hardy's, or whatever, and uh, 10 employees and seven white or seven black, that gives you actual real statistics. I don't know what this bullshit they're giving y'all online. No, no, you can't can't believe half of the stuff that you read or hear online. <laughs> when, when they say, delay, I can't even think of the saying, that's a saying that's equated to that. Do not believe nothing you hear and have the things you see. It's something yeah. like that. I can't remember. I ain't said it all. I ain't said it in a while. <laughs> oh, you're close enough. Close enough. I know that's about there. But uh but you get my point and it's just like I mean, damn, that's that that right there is real statistics. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like if, if if we look at I mean, we can look at a lot of different shit. I ain't even going to get into that because now I'm getting And so I'm off the top of the head when I do my shows, but I don't. The thing about, you know, I'm glad you are are watching and listening as uh, what we can consider someone outside looking in from what they consider the color barrier is. Uh, I hate that bullshit. But that's a part of life, right? So we have to deal with it and talk about it. Um, because you, right now what you are witnessing is two people that got to say King, the skin color that's fighting each other. See, the difference between him and I is uh, I'm fighting for the best interest of all. He's fighting for the best interest of himself. He don't give a fuck about white people, nor do he give a fuck about black people. He just showed more true. respect to white people because he's basically... Um, I would say 
he's what one that would consider an Uncle Tom, someone who's trying to appease the slave master. You know, watching the movie Roots and other movies that people don't actually understand what they're about. You know, I used to go out as a teenager, and we used to jump and beat up on white people when we was kids watching that movie. We got through watching that movie, we would run out and just fuck with white people that ain't done shit to us. I'm not proud of it. But I, as a man, can admit to the wrong that I've done as a child, which I knew no better. I knew better, but I didn't. You know what I mean? Because I was amazed that I knew that what I was doing was wrong. So I'm not going to use that as a damn excuse. But me as an adult, I could see where I went wrong. And I could, and it had nothing to do with my mother or father. It had everything to do with me as an individual that either thought one way or the other based on what I was surrounded by, which may or may not have included my parents. When you go to school, your parents ain't got nothing to do with it. No. It's what is allowed to transpire in school. So I look at shit a lot different. That's why I'm glad I can complete the public school system, but I've got a lot of skills that others don't. But when I got older, let me say this and then you can go ahead. When when I got older, that's one of the things that stuck in my stuck in my head. It was like what I was doing to people and they ain't done shit to me. And I was I was back then I would consider I was a racist as a juvenile because I felt that y'all were racist against me. And y'all I mean the whole of white people. It didn't include everyone, right? So when I got older and I look back on this shit, this is why I do what I do. I try to pay it forward somewhat. I'll get angry. I'll get mad, especially when you attack me, my family, and lie and this, that, their other, attack my grandchildren, so on and so forth. But I realized when I got older and started watching the movie Roots, it was like I looked at it totally, the original, not the remake. I looked at it totally different because they sending you a message. And I'm going to tell you, have you ever seen the movie Roots? Let's start there. I, I think I've seen portions of it. Uh, it's a little too graphic for for my liking, uh, so I can't say that okay. I've seen all of it. But it's a message in the movie which I didn't get at first. It's multiple messages, but I'm just going to say one that stuck out to me was the fact that they were uh, given the impression in the movie that every black so-called black person was a slave. Just because you were captured and put in this space that you were considered a slave. See, I know some people right now that are in prison, but they're not in prison. What do I mean by that? I mean, they are in prison, their physical body, but their mental state and their mental condition, they constantly take themselves out of their prison. They don't get into their mentality. So they are prisoners physically, but mentally, they're free. That's the old school song that free your mind and the rest will follow. Be colorblind, don't be so shallow. That had a meaning. Music had a meaning back then. I grew up on old school music. I'm only nine years old. Okay? So, you can enslave my body, but you can't enslave my mind. When I became an adult and started paying attention, I realized that's some that's one of the messages that was displayed in the movie rules. Because the only free man 
And I have to admit, part of the reason why I took on the man, the name Freeman, when I realized, really start realizing uh, the ins and outs and the gist or the true messages that was within that these racist movies, not just only roots, as many others, right? Yes. Uh, that's a, that's one of the reasons why I took on the name Freeman because. The only free man, I asked people today, who was the only free man on the plantation in the movie Roots? Nobody can tell. And I will then respond and tell people it was Kunta Kenta. Who wasn't? Some people believe his name was, first name was Kunta, last name was Kente. That's untrue. He didn't have a last name. His first name was Kunta. He was from the Kente tribe. If people, I didn't know that at first. When I really started waking up and paying attention, I started watching over and over to get the message because they don't spend the millions and millions of dollars in movies just to make you laugh. There's a message within it. So I realized the message within the movie, which is also, is, there's multiple messages in the movie. One is, is, is preying on the psyche of the vulnerable, the vulnerable individuals that would turn, that, that would take and watch this movie rules and then turn around and feel some type of anger or hate towards all white people. That movie was made to to appease or appeal to those class of people. It was also made to send a message to their homies, as I said. And it was also a movie that was made to to capture the 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 uh intellectual or the, the intellect and intelligence, which is pretty much the same thing, of the individuals who are actually paying attention to the messages that's in the, in the movie that will see it for what it is, which was that there's many messages we've given in this movie to you all and giving you the answer. First of all, Kunta, Kunta from the Kente tribe was the only free man on the slave, I mean on the plantation. That's the question that I pose to many people that they couldn't answer. Who was the only free man on the plantation? Watch the movie. The only free man on the plantation was Kunta Kenta. Yeah. Now, he, his body was enslaved, but he's the only one that was uh, uh, captured and would not take on the name that one tried to uh, 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 force upon him. Yes, yes. When he did, when he finally chose to do so, because he had gotten so old and went through so much getting his feet chopped off, his toes chopped off on one foot so he couldn't run, so on and so forth. He was one of the only ones that kept running, no matter what. You can be for life. He would not say his name was Toby. He always kept with inside of himself who he really was from jump before he was captured by a group or class of people that wanted to treat him like he was less than them. He was the only free man on the plantation. I wish I knew that when I was younger because I wouldn't have went out with my homies and put our hands on white people that done nothing to us. And I feel bad about that because they done nothing to us. But I was a kid. But I was old enough to know better. You know what I mean? So I'm not making excuses. But when I finally woke up to what was going on and I rewatched that movie over and over again, I got the message that was displayed from day one. The easiest place to hide something from someone, in fact, is not in a book. That's the same. Because they say black folks don't read. That's bullshit. 
the easiest place to hide something from someone, regardless of what race or class or color you are, is to put it right in front of your motherfucking face because you don't think they're going to do it. I yield the floor. Sorry for me talking so much, and I'll never say that. Yo, the, wow. Very, very, uh, very strong words. And uh, I agree once again. Uh, I, I did hear you make reference to the whole donation aspect uh, of Tommy's program. Well, you didn't really reference Tommy's show directly. Uh, but I did notice listening to his show last week, all the donation nonsense, and, you know, I I see why he does it, and, you know, I'm not knocking uh, anyone who who wants to donate to these programs. Indeed, it does take money to make these uh, kinds of shows possible. But just the, uh, the constant, you know, cutting off callers on a show to, uh, to plug his donations and those who were making donations. And, uh, you know, they kind of got precedence over the others as far as who got let on the call the quickest. I think I had to wait maybe an hour, close to an hour and a half before uh, he even picked me up on his show, which which was no problem for me. I was there to, to listen to the entire show and uh, really find out more. I've, I've been here at Talk to for about the last five years, and prior to that I was over at Blog Talk Radio for a few years as well. And right as I was leaving Blog Talk and coming here to Talk to, Tommy was just, uh, starting his program and starting to take off. And I've heard a number of people criticize his shows over the years. I've never really taken the time out to go and listen. Uh, his his brand, I guess, what he puts out is not really something that I'm a, a very big fan of. I don't mind it, but it's not going to be the first thing that I run to. But I did think the whole donations thing was just a tad bit overdone. And I remember coming here to your show and hearing you speak about uh, the whole donation aspect and how he was apparently trying to make a movie and he lives in some mansion and, you know, the whole thinking that he's a celebrity thing. The fame does tend, I guess, to go to one's head rather quickly. But there were several things that I heard on, on Tommy's show that, uh, I wasn't really a big fan of, and I didn't think was very professional for him to be putting out as a host. Not that he would care. Uh, I don't expect him to. But I did want to get your your thoughts on his whole donation uh, deal that he's got going on on his show. Uh, okay, I'll definitely speak on that. I was just uh, letting you speak. I'll definitely uh, finish your thoughts. I'll definitely speak on that. Um, I have no problem with the man getting support for content that is um, that is um, even if I disagree with him on a lot of shit. If he was a straight up front honest, um, wasn't stealing others' intellectual property, profit off of so on and so forth, get donations, I feel different. Uh, actually, in fact. Uh, a lot of things he say about the black community, 
I've said since day one, some of the shit he's telling the truth. Other shit he add to fabric. He's a 75-25. 75% truth plus 25% lie is 100% damn lie. You can't take a pot of chili and mix all the ingredients up that it, it takes to make chili. And 75% of a pot is made up of real shit. And then since I have four pit bulls, I go out there and clean their kennel and scoop up pounds of dog shit and put it in there to make the other 25 and feed it to the people. That's what Tommy's doing. Oh, that's yeah. what he's doing. That's, it. that's why I came, I came up with 75-25. You check my channel, you'll find it. Um, 75% true, true plus 25% lie is 100% bullshit or 100% lie. I had shirts. I was creating shirts. People asked me to do it. I did it. Came up with a bunch of shit because I spent a lot of shit on myself, and they didn't purchase them. I, I spent thousands of dollars of my own money to get the equipment and make the shirts and then turn around, and I haven't even got my money back. But I have because I got all the shirts that I have left that I didn't. I sold, I sold quite a few, but it wasn't nowhere near what the demand was for or appeared to be. But anyway, now back to the donations, right? There's no big thing about him getting support for doing what he's doing. He collected 50, He collected. uh $67,000 to fight liberalism and YouTube policies. I think he put up that GoFundMe um, October of 2006, end of October 2016 to the first or middle to end of October 2000, and, uh, I mean November uh, 2016. When uh, um, Donald Trump was president-elect, he won the election. All of a sudden, Tommy fighting liberalism and YouTube policies stopped. He never fought him anyway. And if he was fighting the, the, the liberalism, I don't get this bullshit politics. But the fighting of YouTube policies, one major policy he was supposed to have fought was the uh, um, false flagging of his channels. But he turned in turn false flag my channel so many times I got reports directly from him. I got video proof on him. You see what I'm saying? He false flagged my channel. He uploaded videos months, a month after I uploaded it and put it on his channel, put it in private, turn around, start a claim with YouTube saying I uploaded his video, but it doesn't appear on any of his channels until at least past 30 days before it appeared on my channel, meaning he took my shit and he uploaded but he was filing the false claims, but that was one of the YouTube policies he was supposed to be fighting. His fans gave him $60,000 to do so. When Donald Trump got elected, he felt like the job was done. They, His fans have actually uh, insinuated that he is the reason that Donald Trump got elected. Okay. So when we look into the money aspect of this whole thing he's doing, I have no problem with people donating to him because they like his content, but him to con, hoodwink, uh, 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 and all the other shit he's doing to people, he got $60,000 to fight liberalism and YouTube policy. He don't have no receipts to show for where that 60000 went, nor did he fight liberalism and YouTube policies. Matter of fact, we got that GoFundMe shut down 
in 2000 and motherfucking the end of 2016. He took the $60,000. Yes, we did. And we got to shut down based on me starting. That GoFundMe was shut down at the end of last year. But it started at the end of last year. Within 60 days, he got $60,000 from his supporters, fans, uh, a cult followers. We reported it. I started going after that GoFundMe. That's the first one I got taken down that he's talking about. And I had some people that rock with me that rolled with the punch and done what it took to report him to GoFundMe. They took and shut down because he was trying to get, I want to I wanna say, 100000 but he got 60000 of that. Matter of fact, I know for a fact it was 100000 He got 60000 of that 100000 When GoFundMe finally shut that GoFundMe down that he had, trying to get 100000 he already took out, I want to say, 50-something thousand of that 60-something because I know how GoFundMe works. And once you tie your banking account to it, you get it. You get deposits to your account on a daily basis. I know for a fact that's what Tom was doing. So when we started reporting it and they stopped it, he had already collected over fifty-five thousand of the money, and he had already had it in his possession. What nothing we can do to get that taken back? There was only like a couple thousand that uh, when GoFundMe stopped it that they held in return to the people that sent it to him, which I think they turned around and sent it back to him. He even admitted that on one of his strings months ago. He said, there's only a few people that i got to get their money back, uh, you know, because that, that was always that's going to get their money back because that was at the time they shut it down. When they shut it down, he had already collected everything but the couple few thousand that was left in there. But we talked about uh, a, a total of 60-something thousand dollars. He had already collected 55 plus thousand of that. Okay? That's crazy. So the money aspect of what Tommy is doing, I don't disagree with people supporting him for the truth, but him, his GoFundMe, his Patreon, his Kickstarter, his Indiegogo, you know what I mean? The lies he's telling on me while getting people to donate to him, you know, for him and so all that bullshit, I don't disagree with people getting support. Me, I'm kind of, I'm trying to take out that. And people still, the people, like, like this, the last seven days, I think I received $100 in donations this week. In the last, about, the last two weeks, probably 150 in donations. Okay? I didn't ask people to do it. They did it on their own. I said, look, I ain't even, you can go back to my past few strings. I'm like, I ain't even, well, looking at my phone doesn't keep going off. There's a donation. Let me see. Penny. There's Penny. No, no, that's a real donation. Thank you. I ain't even, because they trying to say that it's because of the donations. People should be supported for their content and work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, if Tommy was promoting the truth 100%, yeah, he should be supported. But he's predominantly big. A lot of people are supporting him right now to help him bring me down. When I'm exposing him, and I ain't doing nothing but exposing the truth. That's bullshit. When he down to go from the uh, fighting liberalism and YouTube policies, that was a scam. He started collecting money on the Father's America movie ever since, as far as I know, 2000, 
I'm, from what I'm researching now, 2013 is what I'm being told. I got records of as early as 2000, late 2014. But I can go back and I've seen videos where he's talking about it. Like, two, that's almost within two years of him first coming, hitting YouTube. He first hit YouTube in uh, uh, 2012. He keeps standing on his show. He first hit YouTube at the end of 2012. I hit YouTube in 2008, a channel that I can prove because I deleted my first one because wasn't nobody paying attention to all the videos I put up, so I just deleted them and went away for a minute but done things publicly here. I came back in 2011. That's my main channel. Type in True Free Man. You'll see I got almost 19,000 subscribers. But go ahead, brother. Oh, that's incredible, 19,000. Uh, wow. Wait, you... You've definitely been around for some time, I mean, 2011 till now. And uh, I had no idea, you know, any of this about the uh, the GoFundMe account. I know there were so many scams with this GoFundMe business, uh, you know, when it first launched. And I've even heard some people that I know of, you know, that have, went on there and created little stories of their own, you know, and then they come back and try to, you know, defeat the people, the BS. And it's like, really? I mean, they'll go and make up that there was a fire at their house or something, something crazy, uh, that there's no proof. And it even sounds like bullshit when they're trying to explain it, you know, or butter you up with it. And, uh, I mean, has he mentioned anything about where this uh, where this sixty thousand dollars has gone since GoFundMe shut his uh, his account down? No, he won't. He won't talk about it. He won't talk about it. But I, I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. I've already proven what he did. He scammed people. Okay, that's number one. Number yeah. two, he's never addressed it. And here's what needs to be addressed. You factually getting 60-plus thousand from the people to fight liberalism and YouTube policies. One of the YouTube policies you were supposed to uh, fight was people flagging for no reason, but I got proof of you flagging me for no reason and continuing to flag me because of the truth I brought. So you're actually, you actually got $60,000 from your listeners to fight liberalism and YouTube policies. We'll say 50-50. So YouTube policies you're supposed to be fighting against, which is the right for people to just flag and bring people videos down even for some bullshit, you turn around and you start using them towards me and everybody else. So you got funded to do, to go against something, and in turn you didn't go against it, you used it for your to your advantage or what best suits your needs. And then not only that, you never fought liberalism. You never fought the YouTube policies, but you pocketed sixty thousand dollars, and you wonder why the feds know who you are. That's all I'm gonna say. And he wonder why the feds know who he is. When they get him, it's the end of time. What I'm doing is I'm just adding to the to the mix of what's gonna happen. Okay, because oh, yeah. when I came on the scene, they was already watching me based on them trying to call me a terrorist because I'm invoking my sovereignty. 
but I done already chin checked them on that. And I'm going to tell you, I get respect from law enforcement. They may not, all of them may not like me, but I get respect because I spit facts to them. Yes. How can the state call themselves sovereign and not considered to be a terrorist, but I call myself sovereign and now I'm a terrorist? I'll tell you what, I'll be a terrorist if I'm a terrorist. I'll go to the position. I plan to stop under the 10th Amendment to the United States Constitution. So if y'all need y'all terrorists, I mean, I'm a terrorist, and then we all just be a deal. The whole United States will be in prison. Yes. Every motherfucker, every one of them. Let's go. I'll be having a conversation with police and public officials that bring that bullshit to And then they start thinking, like, okay, we can't fool you. Okay, you got a point there. I'm going to look into that. This is how I give respect. I give respect from public officials that don't even like me because they already know that I'm ten toes down. I don't know if you know what that means. That means I'm always standing on my feet. That's what that means. I'm standing tall, and I'm only 5'7", 155. I ain't got no problem with that. I ain't going to cry for spoiled milk. God made the entity or the individual that he wanted to exist, and here you have true treatment. You don't like it, blame God, because I didn't create myself. And my mama that created me didn't create my mama and daddy who created me didn't create themselves. And my grandmother and grandfather that created them, they great. You know what I mean? And we can go on and on and on, but we've been sitting up here for ten years straight. So. <laughs> I go ahead though. <laughs> no, this is great, and uh, you know you've been so so uh, respectful and welcoming here on your show, and uh, I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, I don't know, Tommy, I think sometimes, you know, hosts tend to forget when they become as popular as, you know, you or Tommy, which the both of you are relatively popular, you know, that they are role models. I disagree. I'm not popular. But maybe compared to what you believe you are on YouTube, I don't consider me having a Almost 19,000 subscribers possible. I don't consider, like on this channel, I don't even have 900 subscribers. I'm nowhere near popular. I am known, though. But I don't want to be popular. I just want to be, like, I'm out here on the online. I just want to be known to be honest. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes it takes you a bit to understand your flaws and your mistakes and shit like that. Hell, I make mistakes every day. But one thing I'll tell you, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not close. I'm not trying to be a celebrity. At the end of the day, I don't want people to want me to be here more than the king about Malcolm X because you see what happens to him. What I'm trying to create is a body of people. I'll tell you what, we can't do it by ourselves. We have to do it as a people. That includes all class people. I didn't mean to stop you there, but I'm not popular at all. You may see me this but I'm not. My name is popping up because I'm using Tommy against Tommy. Understand what I just said? I'm using Tommy against Tommy because he thinks can't nobody use, can't, can't nobody beat him in his game. Oh, he knows what I'm saying. He listening right now, uh, sir, the guy that, you know, guest caller. He's listening right now. He knows I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I'm laughing. You know, I'm baiting, but I'm baiting with the truth in his own words, and that's strategic. But he's not even popular. 
Because if you actually look at it, compared to, I know some kids on YouTube that got YouTube channels. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Millions of subscribers. So you mean to tell me these 15, 16 years old are celebrities and famous? Because I'm going to tell you something. They most, okay, my my main channel got 14, no, 14. Why do you say 14? My main channel got 18,000 plus subscribers, almost 19. I'm, I'm less than 50 subscribers shy of 19,000 right now on my main channel. Tommy's top channel is, is I want to say, 20-something. Oh, come on, did it cut him off again, really? We'll be patient. We'll wait for him to return. I mean, but it's like, really, people, seriously, do you have to do this? Oh, I should have used the words relatively known. bit ridiculous that you know they're they're kicking him off this call. And myself being familiar with you know, a little familiar with hosting and uh knowing several hosts that have have done shows over the years, sometimes you can get back into the calls and sometimes you can't. but we're going to hope that he can get back here to the show.
Hey now, watch out you son of a bitch. I'll be down there kicking your ass. The conference is now in silent mode.
that knocking at the door. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. I'm sorry. That was that was the kiddo. Yes. Having to, I don't know, needs the charger and all this other stuff. All right, so we're back here. We got the kiddo satisfied, for now, at least. So, yes, we we had Pastor Martin Lindstead, a, a bit of controversy with him. There was some voice-raising, name-calling, and... Uh, I even made the vow to Pastor Lindstedt that I would find some way to bring uh, this gentleman, Mr. Brian Rio, here to Todd Morse Alive for an interview. Of course, Pastor Martin Lindstedt kind of laughed it off like, yeah, good luck with that. But I'm Todd Morse. Like, really? So, yes. I am happy to report that we are reaching out to Mr. Brian Rio. And it is my intent, 100%, to bring him here to talk to to talk more slide, to tell his side this merry-go-round between he and Pastor Martin Lindstedt. We'll be talking about that plus so much more. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you may have not even known that this exists, but somewhere within the archives of Internet Talk Radio, we actually found a show from a number of years ago, I think almost eight years now, or maybe just a tad bit less, in which Brian Rio and Pastor Martin Lindstedt had this huge blowout I, don't know, I think the audio clip was almost like an hour long. I had the opportunity to listen to this clip uh, on Sunday. And let me tell you, you're, wow, you're definitely going to want to listen. And I'm pretty sure it's going to help everyone understand this situation just a tad bit more. And so we will play as much as we can of this confrontation that went down years ago, apparently when this first started between Martin Lindstedt and Brian Rio, they had this face-to-face, or not face-to-face, I guess, uh, Brian Rio called into one of Pastor Lindstedt's shows at the time. And, yeah, a knockdown, drag out. I mean, even, even the callers were calling in. I don't know, he had these KKK people on standby. They were calling in and, yeah, just one huge riot. 
And uh, you are going to want to keep it right here later on tonight as we bring you episode number two of Todd Morse Tonight featuring uh, this confrontation between Pastor Martin Lynchstead and Brian Rio. Oh, yes. Because you all know. I mean, I know that Pastor Lindstedt calls it stirring the pot or causing trouble. But I call it doing a little investigative, you know, reporting journalism. All right? We, we put the Todd Morris Live program over as a uh, as an interview based journalism type program anyway. So no, I'm not stirring the pot or causing trouble. I am asking the uh I won't say the tough questions, but I'm helping our listeners on all sides of the aisle get to the bottom of some of these controversies that exist currently on Internet Talk Radio. Whether it involved the Nimbusters or Martin Lidstead or uh, you know, this whole situation that we have with with Tommy Sotomayor and uh Mr. Freeman still gotta get a better handle on on, on that host name. Exact. But again, yes, you have been listening to a very special edition of Todd Morse Live. Coming up here in just a few moments, we will take a very short uh, five-minute music break. From there, we will head over to the site of the super-secret hate call live, which is another uh, controversial show that we do here on the Todd Morse Live program. You know, whenever we're not doing the interviews and the investigative journalism, and we go and jump into some hate. So, yes, we'll head over to the super secret hate call for our first check uh, on the hate call tonight, in which you can catch an all-new edition of the hate call tonight, uh, later, way later on tonight, immediately following the uh, the second episode of Todd Moore's Tonight. So, yeah, we're going to be here for a while tonight. Yeah, we're going to be here for quite a while. But we will be here. Yes, indeed. We're not going anywhere. No rest. No rest for the weary. Again, you are listening to an all-new edition of Todd Moore's Live, as tonight we have been talking uh, with True Freeman from over at YouTube, also a regular here on Talk Show over at the Straight Up Exposing Them Truth radio program. And as I said, at this time, we're preparing to take a short uh, musical interlude, and we will be right back to continue the fun and madness here tonight on this, your all-new edition of Todd Morse Live. Stay with us.
You are the first caller. At any time, press star 4 for conference instructions.
You are now joining the call. Also using the hypergame theory. Why? To constantly provoke you. Mind control is based on your responses. If you don't respond, then their technology fails. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're kicking off the portion of our show tonight where we take a short stroll around Internet talk radio. Not only are you drowning out half of the live programming, we're starting it off here exclusively on Talk with the targeted individual community. But it also, you know, it does other things. It alters your brain with signature. Yeah, I was going to um, say it, it creates all this additional energy said. inside the neural pathways of your brain. It literally... I apologize. I literally, apologize. Literally, lights up your brain like a pinball machine. I mean, they just can't make sense of what they see on the screen, on this virtual interface. Okay? So what I'm trying to tell you about this virtual interface is the, the guy next to me on the plane was looking at the paper, but, the, but he wasn't reading the paper. The paper was just the backdrop of the virtual interface. And he would move his fingers around... Uh, what he was doing is he was using the electronic brain-to-brain interface, and, and he was creating a virtual screen with using that, that newspaper as a backdrop. And that may be a magazine, it may be a book, it may be a television screen or a computer screen, it may be a tablet. It's all of that is simply a backdrop for the virtual interface. Okay. How did so, you verify that, Brian? Like, was that just your instinct, or just the way he was moving his fingers? I mean, because that. You know, are you sure I got about that? My, yes, yes. I got a lot of my information from, and it's not from Duncan. I got a lot of information from Duncan, but I got it from his book. But I got a lot of information on how this technology works from someone who was who was who was actively uh, involved or formed informed uh, about the technology. Now, the CIA knows where I got it from. That's why I'm a high value target. That's why they're torturing me so brutally and killing me, every stalking me all over planet Earth. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a high-value target because of that information. They, you know, they don't want me talking to you right now. They don't want you to hear this. That's why it's so important you record these calls, okay, so that when I'm gone, you have something to refer back to, okay? Um, but we'll do that on Wednesday if you want to. Um, I'll come on Wednesday, and we'll, we'll start talking about this again. You can just record it all. But I got the information from someone involved, okay? Let's just put it that way. Um, so... This is not Brian's opinion. This is how the technology works. Mm-hmm. It seems like, I mean, because, it, it, you know, my attacks, I think they do try hypergame theory, but it's a, it's like a my hive mind team, you know, making most of the decisions. Well, so it's, it's most of the times it doesn't work. You know, the gang stalkers, I ignore them, or they'll do something like thought injection that I'm just like, all right, whatever, that's not me. And I ignore it, so they keep trying stuff. But it seems like a, a the supercomputer would would be, um, you know, more efficient with it. You know, it seems like they keep well, falling on their faces. Obviously, you're not targeted as heavily as I am. Okay, let me. Explain. Oh my God, Brian, dude! Today I stayed in bed, and they were uh, injecting dreams, like a satanic dream, where I was in a room. Mm-hmm the TV and the room went black and then the I guess the V2K in the dream was saying like Satan and then a violent oh, like a violent yeah they yeah. did the same thing to me except, except I couldn't get the word Jesus out of my dream I kept trying to say Jesus and I would go oh, Jesus did I forget you what hey Sue Sue do you want me to mute you oh Sue yeah, they, they so let me explain how the hyper game. 
Yeah. Well, the torture is based on the hypergame theory, okay? So what the system will do is it will torture you to a certain extent, then it will stop. Then it will start again. Then it will stop. Then it will start again. Then it will stop, 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 start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, over and over each day. Okay, that's the hypergame theory. The attacks are based on the hypergame theory. It's done to torture. Listen, when they torture you with trauma, there's a lot of reasons why they're using trauma. They're using trauma to disrupt your continuity of thought. Remember, you said your brain would freeze up when you were thinking about something? That's them using trauma to disrupt your continuity of thought. You're, you're, you're defeating their technology. You're thinking about what they don't want you to think. Okay? That's called censorship. That's called uh, disrupting your continuity of thought. Um, uh, they'll also force you into an abusive uh, uh, thinking pattern, abusive thought pattern. You start thinking about things that, you know, compulsively and obsessively thinking about something over and over in a looping pattern. Okay? That, you know, that, that's hyper-game theory. The system is constantly probing you for a response. So, based, so everything's based on your responses. Okay? So in order to, to generate responses from you to the torture, listen, it's not just psychological trauma. It's physical trauma. They're using physical trauma to map out the sensory pathways of your, of your central nervous system, you know, to, control, to be able to control, to entrain and control your central nervous system, to, to be able to in control the autonomous systems of your body, your digestive system. Your, that's why they can give you diarrhea uh, or your, uh, your, your, your circulatory system or your cardiovascular system. These are autonomous regions that function autonomously, controlled by the central nervous system. Well, they, they're, they're using physical trauma to map out the sensory sensory and neural pathways that, that from your brain to your central nervous system so that they can achieve direct behavioral control over, uh, over those autonomous systems. And all of that's based on the hypergame theory. Constantly keep provoking you, not just, with, you know, psycho, not just psychologically, but physically, okay? The torture is based, listen, it, um, suddenly you'll just start thinking about something and you'll just start laughing, okay? Or suddenly you'll just start thinking about something and you'll just start burning with rage or you'll become depressed or something else, okay? The system is, is basing its next response of what you, you do with regard to that previous memory, the remote neural attack. So based on how, how you respond, it's going to inject again. That's called a hybrid theory. So whether you realize it or not, this supercomputer is, is basing its attacks on that mathematical model, the hybrid game theory, to constantly provoke you into an endless series of counter moves each day. Electromagnetic I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm sorry. I, I made a noise before. I also came across. You better be sorry, Sue. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Is that Sue Maya? Is that yeah. Sue Maya? Sue Maya? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maya. Hi. Hi, Sue. How are you? All right. How are you? Yeah. Um, Good, response, you know, How are you? Here's my, my cyclical response of pattern is to say, Lockheed Martin Boeing Booz Allen. They don't like when I say that. <laughs> so, they, like, everybody oh, has everybody has their like defensive patterning, you know, countermeasure. And when they hit me hard, they usually get names out of me that I know, and you know, companies that I know, and then sometimes terminology like you're doing. Um, you know, some of our defenses are basically informational. Some of them are countermeasures that have to do with science, and some of them are just, you know, emotional. Um, you know, right. Response. Will, intellect, and emotion. Will, intellect, and emotion. What is that? That's the human soul. The human soul can now be digitally and artificially possessed. Just like demon possession, 
Well, now I don't agree with that, Brian. I think that the soul, our soul, is connected to God. Our soul is connected to God and Jesus Christ. Okay. These people are playing with everything, but you know, there's something beyond frequency. Okay, me... I think. You know, right, and that's right, what I. Right. Use. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. The human body is 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 a triune uh, individual. It, it is composed of three things. It is triune. It is it is body, soul, and spirit. Okay. People who are not born again who don't know Jesus Christ are spiritually dead. Okay, uh, doesn't mean they don't have a conscience. It just means that they're 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 not spiritually alive. Okay, but but doesn't matter. Your body, soul, and spirit. Okay, the body in simple terms, and we'll make this real simple. The body is the five senses: that sight, touch, taste, hearing, and smell. The soul, the human soul, is the will, intellect, and emotion. The spirit is the conscience. Okay, that's the that's the triune man. They have totally figured out over the last 40 to 50 years how to manipulate the human body, sight, touch, taste, and smell. Okay, they, can, they can do anything they want there. Now what they're doing is, this, 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 we're about to get real deep here, okay? I'm going to try to keep it as simple as I can. Now what they're doing is they're trying to reverse engineer the will, intellect, and emotion, okay, for, for the purposes of conscious computing. Where do these conscious computers that are attacking you get their will, intellect, and emotion? They got their will, intellect, and emotion from the digital bio-algorithms, from the personalities that were uploaded into the system for the last 40 years. They were able to reverse engineer those human, the human soul, the will, intellect, and emotion of these people. And all and those personalities, that's, that's your human soul, your personality, was uploaded back into the database. Okay, Skinner, B.J. Skinner, the, the famed uh, uh, psychologist out of Harvard, accidentally get, he accidentally spoke about this and accidentally gave up one of the locations of the database, which he said held tens of millions of these personalities, okay? Well, how can so many people be targeted? Because it's all run by supercomputers. It's all automated, active, and adaptive, okay? Once they tie you to that supercomputer, that's it. Supercomputer does everything else, okay? That's how, that's how it can act. so many people can be targeted. But the point is, this is about reverse engineering the will, intellect, and emotion, okay, to achieve conscious computing, to achieve synthetic telepathy, remote viewing, to achieve the, the ability to manipulate time, matter, and space with, with one's brainwave, to achieve the ability to obtain knowledge by mere contemplation, to achieve the ability to turn the brain into a supercomputer uh, or a giant search engine like Google, okay? So there are literally thousands of applications that can interface with this technology, okay, and make the world a better place. Unfortunately, the CIA and the, you know, other major intelligence agencies of the world have decided that, that this is, you know, have decided to use it for evil. This is a, a neuro, uh, this is a weapon system. This is neuro warfare. The Ukraine, that's neuro warfare. That was a Russian allied government that, that the CIA toppled with this technology and targeted the, the crowd. They whipped the crowd up into a frenzy. They used their informants to whip the crowd up into a frenzy in the city center. And then they used satellites to target that crowd with electromagnetic low frequency waves, causing them to burn with rage. All right. That, the Arab Spring, all these Arab countries that, you know, suddenly just revolted against. Notice one thing, that those, all those Arab countries were Russian allies. Not one of them was an American ally. Okay? Uh, that's neural warfare. Uh, 1991, tens of thousands of, of, of Iraqi soldiers were seen on CNN surrendering with their, with, their weapon, with, their, with their arms raised and their weapons dismantled. A reporter became curious. He said, he said how, could all, how could all these people, tens of thousands of soldiers, all of them, every single one of them have their weapons dismantled before they surrender? He got real curious, so he approached a bunch of them, 
And he said, listen, I know why you guys surrendered, because you didn't want to get killed. But why did every single one of you have your weapons this man first? And they all said the same thing. They said, because Allah told us to. Allah told us that before we could surrender to the Americans, we had to dismantle our weapons. You see, this is neuro warfare. It's been going on yes. since at least 1991. Right, voice of God, and that could be that could be that could be either synthetic telepathy or it could be you know uh, uh, audible sounds. They're able to to uh, inject um, audio. Uh, you know, visual and, and, and verbal sequences into, into the human brain, okay? Visual, verbal, and auditive sequences. They literally, if you're a mind control victim, they have literally turned your brain into their very own visual, verbal, and auditive communication system, okay? That's what they did to the, to the, to the Iraqi soldiers, and it worked in 1991. Now, think about that. That's what, 25, 26 years ago? Think where they are now, okay? So, yes. Uh, yes, you you know, if you know Jesus Christ, you're born again. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that you knew about God. Okay, I didn't say that you you, know, you knew God and you didn't and you turned away because if you're backslidden on your way to hell, then you're you're a sitting duck for this technology. Okay, um, Jesus said in Matthew 12 and Matthew 7 that most Christians will make. That's his words. Okay, not not outsiders, not people who you know. Supposedly call themselves Christians. He said. He said that most most people who call themselves my disciples and emphatically call me Lord, Lord, will not make it to heaven. The majority of Christians are going straight to hell. Jesus said that in Matthew seven. Look it up. Okay. So you're a sitting. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What the hell? If, if they are mapping really? verse are you kidding me? Human soul. Who is this idiot? Okay. That's what this is about. Who is this? They'll issue? never be able to replicate. Hey, I tried to be nice. I wasn't going to call them hard. The human soul. Before they but can God damn it. Like an emotion to create conscious computers. Really? The majority of Christians are. The Bible says it, Matthew 7. Before all that can be perfected, that technology. They're not going to make it. They, all this training research and development has to be done. I wonder what freaking Bible is reading. The Russians, the Chinese, and the Americans are all in an arms race. Desert? Perfect this technology. Bring me the family Bible, you know, with the pictures. Able to perfect yeah, it here. technology. You gotta look this we'll have, up. We'll have an incomparable advantage over every other government on Earth. That's why they're. I mean, we all might be too. We just don't know it. These app, these Mr. Are, Hilton I, I here is still us all in tonight. They're not just. They're not just weapon systems. They're actually shields. Look at the placement of, of, of the four major part uh, ionospheric heaters in America: Alaska, Puerto Rico, Maine, and Arizona. You see, they got a whole, the whole, whole. Uh, American uh, uh, country, the whole, you know, even Alaska and Puerto Rico are covered. Okay, so mm-hmm. so this is this is this is a lot bigger than just uh, mind control. Okay, yeah. but yes, your human soul. If you don't, Jesus can protect you. Listen, Duncan said this, and he's not a Christian. Okay, he's he's not a Christian, and he said that Christians have a defense against this technology, whereas Muslims and, and the karma-based religions are sitting ducks. Even militant Christians, you know, hardcore militant Christians, Duncan said, are sitting ducks for this technology. But a Bible-based relationship with Jesus Christ defeats their technology. That, that, every time that they try to get you to do something, they, you know, deception and manipulation, to reverse engineer your, your will, it's like an emotion. And the, the word of God screams back, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, Okay. 
You're, you're defeating their technology. So, so literally, remember I told you three things. The technology is based on three things. Neuroscience, psychology, and satanic ritual abuse. Jesus Christ actually depatterns the Word of God, Bible sermons, Christian music, actually depatterns the satanic ritual abuse and defeats their technology. So Jesus beats this technology, and Duncan said that, and he's not even a Christian. He doesn't know anything about Christianity. He has said he's not religious. He has no idea what Christianity is all about, and I'm not sure you do either. I've heard you talk for years and years. (laughs) Brian, I'm tired of it. This is Lonnie again. You know who it is. Let me tell you something. Singing Amazing Grace over and over and over, how many times you did that, is not a witness for Jesus Christ. But you probably did everybody listening to you. They made her bad. Second thing is, I have something else to say. Let me finish. Let me finish. All you do is rattle and rattle and rattle and rattle. And I'm tired of hearing it. Let me tell you something else. I thought what you said about that Jewish graveyard in Jerusalem was horrendous. You didn't do him any good either there. Second, a third thing. Ella has done her very best to bring good people on there. She may bring somebody on once in a while that I I can hang up and forget about. But I believe she searched. I didn't just say Ella was the first. Did. And the I did not say Ella was first. Well, the last thing is, let us finish. Go ahead. I got one thing to say. Now, I think Kyle knows if he cuts you off, you'll be on the next call calling him a perp. And that's all I have to say. And I'm not going to listen to anything else you have to say. Good night. Well, it's not that. Um, Brian does have a lot of good information, um, you know, and it's 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 not that at all. It's like we weren't really doing much on the I want to come on here and get some information. I'll definitely, I don't agree with Brian on everything. I mean, he knows that. He's not here to convince me of everything. He's here to give. Um, but I want to hear, I want to hear what Ronnie, Ronnie has say about uh, why isn't Brian a good enough Christian? Did she get off? Well, what she's talking about is, like, with, regard to, with regard to the Jewish graveyard, I did it. I was on top of the rooftop. So I was walking around the rooftops of Jerusalem. I got, on, I got up on the rooftop of my hotel and I was looking, literally looking over the, the Temple Mount. I just it was the most beautiful sight I've ever seen in my life. And then what I did is I, did, I, I filmed the entire uh, old city, uh, what I could get of it, most of it, from the rooftop of my hotel. And um, as I was filming, I would say, this is this, and this is that, and this is where Jesus was crucified, and this is where Jesus was buried, and this is the temple, and this is the Mount of Olives. But when I got to the Mount of Olives, what I said was, here's a Christian graveyard, and here's a Jewish graveyard, okay? Uh, and the Jews, uh, I guess the Christians too, I, I didn't mention the Christians because I didn't know, but I, my guide had told me that, you know, for the Jews, you have to pay $1.5 million to get a burial plot there, or else you can't, you can't. So only the rich Jews can afford it. Well, what I said, I love the Jewish people. I just love them. I mean, I, I, when, when I was, I just loved them before I ever got to Jerusalem. I love them even more now after I left Israel. Okay, just, just, I just look at them with awe. I mean, we owe them everything. Um, I love them. But the point is this. I said on that, on that video, I said, um, that, that the people buried in that cemetery had to be Jewish or they could not. Wait a minute, wait a minute. we owe them everything. They that already owe everything. Just about all of them didn't make it. They went to hell, okay? Because I said in the video, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you're going to hell. And because you had to be Jewish in that cemetery, you couldn't be a Christian. Therefore, probably most of the people in that cemetery went to hell. 
you know, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, a religious person. I love Jesus Christ with all of my heart, and I, I'm a total failure. I'm not a perfect person. I say things that I shouldn't say, do things that I shouldn't do all the time. And if I offended someone, I'm sorry. I, I, Lonnie, I just, I just love her to death. You know, um, I, I, when she, when she, you know, has something to say, I always listen. Um, she, because she's a Christian, I, I can tell. My soul just identifies with hers. I mean, I, there, there, there's a bond. I can, oh, I can feel your it soul identifies with. Um, who is this idiot? Um, you know, with, with regard to the Amazing Grace, that sweet the sound. I wasn't singing Amazing Grace to be praising God at that moment. Although I do love to, to praise God, what I was doing was I was defeating their technology by doing like doing something called multitasking. You know, I could have been singing, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, I wish I was in a land of cotton, old times that are not forgotten. It could have been anything, okay. But what it was was repetitive, over and over. You know, on the plane, I was just constantly saying this over and over rhythmically, and I did it constantly for an hour and a half. And it not only drove me crazy, what it did was, because he started shaking the paper in front of my face, and then it really made a mess. Okay, that virtual interface, the backdrop of that virtual interface, the paper that he was using. Um, but what it did was, by saying Amazing Grace over and over, rapidly singing, this is what I was saying, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound, saving up a, a wretch like me, once was lost, but now I'm found. I was singing that over and over those two quatrains of, of, that, of that song. And what I was doing is I was multitasking. I was creating multiple threads of thought, okay? And by creating multiple threads of thought, toggling back and forth, there was no coherent pattern for him to download and integrate back into r data. I defeated his technology, and he knew it. That's why he got so mad. He started shaking that paper. He was pissed off, okay? And he sat right next to me. So, uh, you know, that's, that's what I was doing with that. She's talking about the graveyard. I didn't mean to offend anyone. I just was talking about the fact that anybody who's not good to know Jesus is not going to hell. Okay, and because you had to be Jewish to be in that cemetery, and Jesus, God rejected the Jewish religion. I'd say let the old chicks back off. Let her have them. To Israel. Let her have them. And only 2%, approximately 2% of the Jewish population is Christian, Messianic Jews. Okay, the rest don't, don't believe in Jesus at all. Okay, they're going to hell. Okay, along with all the Muslims and Hindus and Buddhists and atheists and agnostics, you know, and and backslidden Christians, they're going to hell. Okay, and that offends oh, the Lord. Wait a minute. Sorry, oh, that's wait a minute. Here we go. Here we go. That's God's decision. You can't decide for Him. The Word of God tells us that's God's God decision. Oh yeah. Oh yes. You go up or down. We need security in here. The Reverend Leroy Dugan is going haywire in the other room. I can hear him. God has said you he must be listening live. I'll just give you a couple of verses. Okay. He All I have to say about this is, uh oh, the Son has not looked. Okay. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes into the Father but by me. I can keep going here. The point is. The Word of God has made it very clear that Jesus is the only way. He is the gate. He is the narrow gate, okay? And then, then, there, and then there is the narrow way after the gate. Uh, if, you don't, if you don't fall in the narrow way after the narrow gate, you're going to hell, okay? That, that, that's Matthew 7, read it, chapter 7, okay? Uh, he's not talking to other religions or to atheists or agnostics in Matthew chapter 7. He's talking to the church. The church says, Jesus, I'll just tell you, he said, they, he said to them, referring to his, those who call him Lord, Lord. Did we not prophesy in your name, cast out demons in your name, do wonderful miracles in your name? Jesus replied, Matthew 7, 22, I will say to those workers of iniquity, depart from me, I never knew you. That word no that he's using doesn't mean 
to logically work out or to rationalize. It means intimate approval. What Jesus is saying is we didn't walk together. You know, you didn't read my word. You didn't, you know, you didn't uh, uh, follow my commands. You know, we, we, we had no intimate relationship. I never approved of you. That's what he's saying when he says, I never knew you. In the, in the Hebrew, it means something totally different. You've got concepts when you're passing over from the Hebrew to the Greek because, because Matthew was written in Greek. Uh, initially, it was written in Hebrew and Aramaic, and then it was translated into Greek. But that's what the, Matthew chapter 7 is saying. He's not referring to, the, to you know, people down at the crystal pistol. Okay, he's talking to the church. He's talking to those who emphatically call him Lord, Lord. It's called, it's called Hebrew parallelism. Okay? I studied religion in, in university. I have some understanding well, Brian, of let's, God. Let's kind of, I mean, there are a lot of different religions on the phone probably. So let's just say it's important that you believe in Jesus and defeat this technology. And let's, let's kind of move on, you know. Yeah, okay. All right. I, yeah, I wasn't trying to offend anyone when I said on the video, uh, you know, Jesus is the only way. But I stand by that. Everybody in that cemetery didn't know Jesus is in hell. Period. Okay. And with that, if that offends someone, I'm sorry, but I stand by it. But, but you know, with regard to religion, I'll just make a, a general reference. If you don't want to talk about religious belief systems um, and uh, religion and the belief systems of the individual, then you don't want to talk about mind control because that is a heavy target. That is a main target of this technology. They determine what your belief system is. So if you're a Buddhist, they don't, they don't care whether you're a Christian or not. They're not. They don't care anything about God. So if you're a Buddhist or you're a Muslim or for example, they, these hauntings, these, these, these haunted houses and the occult and these other spoofing tactics that they use, they want to find out how to subdue or to radicalize a person's religious belief system. That's part of this, this neural warfare weapon system, okay? And that includes Christians, okay? Uh, it works very well on the Muslims, like, you know, jihad, for example. It works very well on the karma-based religions. If you understand karma at all, you know why it works well on them, Hinduism, Buddhism, etc., Taoism. Um, and that's just the point that I was making. Um, you know, they want, to, they want to be able to do two things with these haunted houses, um, these CIA-created uh, satanic cults, the, the, the occult, the, all these spoofing tactics that they're using. They're trying to determine what you, the targeted individual, can maintain as true. They want to know what you, the individual, or an entire community can maintain as true. Uh, BBC ran a news, uh, on a news one day, it ran a... Uh, a, a camera, live camera footage of a ghost opening a door. <laughs> and the ghost was dressed out in, you know, in, in ancient medieval, uh, you know, clothing and had a medallion, or I guess it had a sword. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Okay. And, but what happened is the door, it opened the door and it caught it on camera. There it was. Okay. And then suddenly it shut the door. Listen, ghosts don't need to open doors. <laughs> what they were doing, what, what the GHS, uh, GHCQ was doing, Okay, what, what MI5 and MI6 were doing there is they were trying to determine what the British population could maintain as truth. But it's also important that they be able to subdue or to radicalize a person's belief system. Look, look what happened with the Iraqi army in 1991. They were able to subdue their belief system to get them to surrender. So anybody and thing, that doesn't want to like, I'm a Christian, and they never used the voice of God weapon on me. They never even tried to act. They did actually, they did try and use my inner voice uh, to pretend like my inner voice was God. But since I knew I was being attacked right. by technology, I, I was, uh, <laughs> you know, I called on to, you know, very, like right when they did it. Yeah. You know, and then they, 
They they don't mess yeah. with they don't Doctor mess Lee with Stanford, religion with Dr. me Lee that much. That's what saves you. Okay. Examine examine yourself to see if you be of the faith. What is that? John said it's three things. It's doctrine, uh-huh. relationship, life. I just they, they'll say like in my inner voice, in my inner voice they'll they'll say like uh, where's your God now and stuff like that. But I've made it clear to them my my grandfather died of a horrible lymphoma and on his deathbed he said even though he slay me, I will trust in him. And I've made it clear to them That's that I'll dope. never, you know, never stop believing. So they like they'll say that I'll start saying the Our Father. They'll start repeating it. You know, but they never really. Occasionally, they'll be like, "Where's your God now?" And I'm like, "He's all around. He's here. His hands in this." Even if I'm dying and angry no. and cussing, you know. Um, so they, they, they do the same they thing as really... this one guy. Yeah, go ahead. They do the same thing as this one guy. Oh, let me first add. Let me add, let me first add before we continue. I never called Ellen first. I said I can't tell. Let's let's make sure we have yeah. it for the record. That's why I wish you were recording. Okay, so if somebody, if Lonnie is still mad at me, and I love her, I just think she's the sweetest thing. If she, if she's still mad at me, and she says that Brian, she tells Ella that so I said she was a perfect. Please tell Ella I never said that. Uh, I said okay. I can't tell with her because her, her calls are so orderly and organized. Um, but uh, I just think that Brian, but first I, before you move on, before you move on, I mean, because even some of the stuff you say. It's like you go you go kind of far where I'm like, I don't know if I believe that, but I don't think you're disinfo. I think you're a target individual with a lot of information, and there's some of it that I can't confirm, you know. So um, right. I, don't, I don't know. Like I would just say for you to maybe come down with the rest of us because all of us give a little bit of disinfo out. You know, that's how I see it. Um, well, and we don't do it on purpose. Well, I don't think you know. Yeah, I don't. Uh-oh, something's happening. Okay. Um, I don't yeah. have to know. I'm in Ecuador, um, and um, there's a, I'm, in, I'm in the historic area, the historic district area, so we're real close to everything. That's why the, you'll, you'll sometimes you'll hear noise in the background. I don't profess to know it all, okay? I'm just trying to give people the knowledge that I do have. Uh, and, of course, they've got their perks trying to stop me from doing it, and, and I, can, I can see it happening whether you can or not. Uh, but the point is I never called LL perk. But I wanted to say... With regard to God, this is what they were doing to this one guy. Okay, he said that they were causing him to burn with lust, okay, and they were causing him to engage in masturbation over and over, okay, and every time that he would masturbate, he said that that he would have these these thoughts, synthetic telepathy. He didn't know, he didn't understand it at at first what it was. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. You're going to hell, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. Okay, and those thoughts, every time that he would would succumb, because they would start out with, remember, remember, they don't force you masturbate or have sex. They give you the desire. So you have a you have a strong urge to masturbate or have sex at higher levels. Um, high, frequency, high frequency attack, you have a low urge or motivation to masturbate at uh, baseline levels. That's a low frequency attack. So they start them out at a baseline level, eventually work them all the way up to a high frequency attack. You have a strong... All right, and yes, on that note... Um, that is going to conclude our feature of the targeted individual programming tonight. All I have to say with that is, uh-oh. Like, wow. My God. If you all are still awake, conscious, and breathing here tonight, yes, we are live here tonight on a very special prime time edition. 
up Todd Moore's live. For those of you who may just be joining us, we had the opportunity of interviewing fellow talk shoe host who has been embroiled in this controversy as of late with uh, one uh, very well-known internet talk radio show host in TJ Sotomayor. Yes, we had the uh, Mr. Freeman uh, from YouTube.com, also a host here on TalkShoe, uh, here with us in a rather lengthy interview. And I'm sure that all of you who missed that will be sure to go back and check it out in the archives. And yes, we'll be looking to catch up more with uh, Freeman and uh, we most certainly, as I promised last week, will keep you all updated on the very latest in this confrontation, controversy between T.J. Sotomayor and uh, Mr. Freeman. All right. So, yes, uh, I don't know. Talk shoes, prime time, lineup. Is it looking all that great? Not a whole lot of drama there besides the old woman who came on the call, I've got to hang up. Like, yeah, we should have hung up too. But no, we decided to stick around and, yeah, just more and more and more nonsense. I almost slipped into tardation there for a moment. Yes, I said it. Hashtag tardation. Yeah, I felt the thrill just getting ready to just start blistering now. Start staring at the walls. Still the gum, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, in just a little while from now, we will take our first check tonight on the super secret eight call live. Most definitely want to stay tuned for that. Speaking of the super secret eight call, there will be an all new edition of the eight call starting at 1 a.m. this morning, right here on this very network, this program. On Morris Live, which we'll be hosting uh, tonight's super secret hate call live. The biggest hate campaign in the history of the interwebs. Also, still to come tonight, it is episode two, episode two, episode two. Yes, of Todd Morris tonight. It kicks off right here live at 10 p.m. Central. We have just a, a little while longer left here on the call. What time is it? Yes, we are, what, five minutes shy of the 8 p.m. Central Standard Hours. I think we've got about an hour and a half, maybe an hour left. In this, our first call of the night, we are so happy that all of you are taking time out of your very busy schedules to show your love and offer some support here live tonight. We are continuing to showcase primetime programming here in the early wee hours of the night. Here as we are headed to that late night hour of 10 p.m. Central. That's where we will switch gears and prepare to bring you all the latest installment of Todd Moore's Tonight. That's backed by popular demand. We had the opportunity to make our debut with that show last Monday night here on Talk Shoe. It is available in the archive. Be sure to check it out. 
a ton of fun, and this show is this show is is definitely uh, mustering up to that first one last week. Now, I know that we featured a lot of crazy things here on this show. All right, we just came from the crazies here at Talk Show. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We are about to shift over to the crazies on this other network, Blog Talk Radio. Yes, as we will be now showcasing live primetime Blog Talk Radio programming, and you won't believe, you will not believe who we have to feature for all of you here tonight, a part of Blog Talk Radio's primetime lineup I can't believe it, ladies and gentlemen. It's My Little Pony Talk. Yeah, it's been quite a while since we featured the My Little Pony Smurfs here on the show. And yes, they are live right now over on Blog Talk Radio. I can't believe it. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. In a matter of moments, things are about to get really, really gay. That's where we're headed. To my little pony talk. Yes, I said it. You guys might want to turn the mic up so they can hear me. Yes, we're headed to my little pony talk, which is live right now on blogtalkradio.com. Stay with us. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please hold and you will be able to listen to the show. Um, the, um, a version for another system? Yeah, the, um, the handheld system. Okay, that would be the 3DS or the DS? Yes, the BS. Okay. So they have the same game in both versions. Oh, okay. Which is also neat because basically you have like an at-home version. If you buy both versions, you have an at-home version. Mm-hmm. And you have a to-go version. Mm, that is true. Which, if I like all of the all of the games, I figure the DS versions are going to be the same. So I'll actually be able to bring the game with me. Now they might be they might be a little different on the DS, just because you know, of course, they have to downgrade some of the graphics for a portable system as to a full console. But then again, right. Nintendo, there might not be too much of a difference. Exactly. Because but most of the Nintendo stuff, they try to keep all around the same 
range so that you don't notice a huge difference between the portable and regular consoles. Yeah. Which I kind of hope it is because it's it kind of be nice to kind of, you know, if I do end up liking the games that much, then I actually buy them. I'll actually buy both versions mm-hmm. because then I'll have the version I could play at home and the version I can play when I go out to my uncle's house if I ever actually stop working long enough to actually do something. <laughs> yeah. It'll give me a reason to stop working. <laughs> a reason to take a break. Yes. And and that, uh, on that note, are we ready for the blind bag pony of the week? Sure. I'm ready for for the blind bag pony of the week, so let's... that box rattling around. What the hell? They have sound effects. Okay, and here we go. We're going to go ahead and... And since when do they... There are old old women now for my little pony riders too. Ooh. That means definitely... Probably, definitely one I don't have. So I pull up MLP merch. And log in because it always logs me out because of the two accounts. Well, I... I expect my little pony fag boys to be running around here. This has to be the only website that I actually do not click remember me. Who clicks remember me on a fucking website? Really? Normally I click remember me for everything. She needs to start clicking on remember meds. Okay. Remember meds. Yes, hashtag. Remember meds. It's my little pony toss. I know I just had scissors. I see why they say the prime time programming is for elderly people. Whence it came from? Maybe if I sit down, I'll find the. There they are. Okay, so. Blind bags. Did you know that there are 992 blind bags? Summer blade. Sorry. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I okay, where do we go now? So I saw. Yeah, I, okay, I went to see the speaker and hit the wrong button. Okay, so there's how many blind bags? 
992 individual blind bags. Really? Total. I was going to be that. <laughs> In all honesty. That is, that is the... All of the waves, including the UK waves. Oh, wow. So. Let's go down to the wave seven. And let's go ahead and snip this girl open. And hope it's not Pinkie Pie. (laughs) (laughs) Or one of the other main six. So let's say Ruth before we actually look. Waited too long. It's Twilight Sparkle. Oh, no. Well, it's not Pinkie Pie. (laughs) You know why? It's because I was talking about all the Twilight stuff I got before. Uh, You made me get Twilight because of all your Twilight stuff. Yeah. Sorry. But it's the clear version of her, so I'll, I'll, I'll let that slip. Yeah. Okay, this is not a good thing. What's wrong? I clicked on the blind bag, wave 7, and I'm getting an error 503. Ooh. Uh, This is not good. Hmm. Let me see. Our fighters that begin with the service has been violated. Yeah, yeah, I have that as well. Um. Hmm. Their website seems to be okay for me. Yeah, and I'm having problems with my internet right now, so that might actually be ah okay. Let me run Windows Network Diagnostics. Back here, phone. Yeah, you know, I had the weirdest dream the other night, the other the other morning. Yeah. Yeah, I was living with with one of my exes. Mhm. I guess I shouldn't say that's a dream. More like that that was a nightmare. Ah. Because this was an ex that kind of really broke my heart. 
Oh, okay. Oh, the real nightmare is this damn okay. show. Yeah, it was something on my end. Okay. I've never been so bored in my Nope, I did not have life. Her, Really? Sorry. Yeah, shut off the... Who is it? At least little, it's a room in the twilight you don't My have. little elderly women. Yeah. God. Oh, I feel like I'm at a convalescent home somewhere. Like, really? There's just no programming tonight. What the hell is going on around here? Anus. Very, very anus. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are headed now to the Super Secret 8 Call Live for our uh, first check on the madness. And you know what I always say about the Super Secret 8 Call? There is bound, bound, yes, bound to be some form, some form going on. Yes. We are headed now to the super secret eight call live. Four three two five seven zero zero. Welcome to the free chat line, the oldest and busiest chat line in America. To block your access to our service, call the phone company at 712-432-4282. For customer service, see our free website, thefreechatline.com. Check out thenakedmouse.com, a summary of true, naughty, or funny news stories in America. That's thenakedmouse.com. Need to sell your house fast? Get a fast cash offer at sellhousefast.com. That's sellhousefast.com. If you know our rules and regulations, you can bypass the following instruction messages by dialing the 7 button once they begin to play. If you have a personal add-on for customer service issues, remember customer service at the if you know our rules and regulations this is the system main menu dial one welcome to the straight conference rooms to return to the main menu dial operator this is the main menu for conference rooms to enter a room dial one through nine while in a room operator exits press seven for the previous room press nine for the next room conference room 12 there are three others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Eleven. There are one. One. Others in the room. Say hello. You're a fucking faggot. 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 You're a fucking faggot.
wait a minute. If I want a nigger to speak to me, I will ask you to speak to me, nigger. All right? I was speaking to Hunter. All right? Well, let me correct you, sir. I am not a Negro. Thank you. Well, good, good. Let's make sure you're not in love with the Negro. I mean, we wouldn't want you to die of Negro AIDS one day. And why are you so racist? Who said I was racist? I am a colored. You coming in here? And I also have black German shepherds. I mean, oh yeah, they get on my nerves. But they are great dogs. I have two black German shepherds. Now, those are the only black things allowed on my property, right? I am not a racist. It's called selective discrimination. No, yeah. you are. You Everyone should try it. You are. We're sorry. I mean, are you, are you, I mean, you, you say you're not a Negro. Well, you must be a Negro lover. I mean, that's worse than being the Negro himself. And if I am, you ain't no different from any other race. Oh, here we go with her. I have Thank a dream you. speech. Excuse me, dear, but save it for Oprah. Ooga booga. Yeah, like I said earlier, like God help to go your with soul. your nigger wine. help your soul. Goodbye. Yes, goodbye, nigger lover. Bye-bye now. The welfare office is now closed. Please board the bus with the rest of the niggers and go home. Kidding me. Now back to you, fag boy, Hunter. conference rooms. To return to the main menu, dial operator. This is the main menu for conference rooms. Conference room 11. There are 7. Others in the room. Say hello. Whoa. I'm the new I can do What are you doing, honey? So I can do what I'm doing and, and uh, Hello, me. I'm Air Force boy. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? 
fucking nasty faggot queer. You sound like a fag. Faggot queer. Go back to your side. You sound like a drug addict. Go back to your side, queer. You sound like you need to blow your nose. Go back to your side, queer. You sound like you need to go check off your dog. Fucking nasty. You sound like you're blowing your nose. Faggot queer. Faggot queer. Go back to your side. You sound like you're a little Mickey Mouse faggot. Are you a little Mickey Mouse faggot? You sound like you're a fucking moron. I think I'm Mickey Mouse. Conference room 12. There are four others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Thirteen. There are three others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Fourteen. There are zero others in the room. Conference room. Fifteen. There are four others in the room. Say hello. Mm. Conference room. Sixteen. There are one others in the room. Say conference room. Seventeen. There are zero others in the room. Conference room. Eighteen. There are three others in the room. Say hello. The car out of the truck, out of the car he was in, slammed him on the concrete. One of the big, big three hundred pound officers stuck his knee right in the guy's uh, back of his neck, wouldn't let him up. And uh, thirty seconds later, the guy was they let him up and said, you know, try to get his name, and he was dead because of all the shit they did to him for it. I think that's terrible, man. And the parents of that guy, he was like 21, 22 years old. The parents of that guy wanted to show that, he wanted to show it on TV, even though it was kind of hardcore. They didn't want the kids to see it, but they wanted to, the parents of the kid that died wanted to make sure that all of it, that, uh, they wanted every, the whole world to see that tape. So the men who uh, did it, uh, get what they deserve. Eight, you know, you don't see anybody. The taser, one taser gun will do the trick just about in most cases, but when eight of them are shot at him at the same time, you got all these wires shocking the shit out of him, he didn't stand a chance. That's, that's murder as far as I'm concerned. Okay, I said what I had to say about that. I get much of a response, but that's okay. That's uh, what happens sometimes. Conference room. Seventeen. There are zero others. Conference room. Eighteen. There are two others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Nineteen. There are three others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Eleven. There are six. Others in the room, say hello. You are stupid. You are a stupid motherfucker. I'm bad drawing. You are. All you are is a dumbass. 
Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. Conference room. Twelve. There are. One. Others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Eleven. There are. Four. Others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Nineteen. There are. One. Others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Eleven. There are. Five. Others in the room. Say hello. Conference room. Twelve. There are. Zero. Others in Conference room. Thirteen. There are. Five. Others in the room. Say hello. Yes. Hey, man, that's why he's so good. That's why he's black. He sucks dicks. Conference room. Fourteen. There are. Six. Others in the room. Say hello. Leave her alone. Why don't you shut your nigger ass up, Tyrone? That's not my name. So, so if you're trying to insult me, then that's not going to do nothing. And pretty much being called the word nigger just goes uh, goes in one ear and goes out the other. So, yeah. I didn't call you nigger. I, I kind of call you nigger. No, no. Just like one of those 15-inch nigger cocks will be going out of one eye socket and into the other when you die of niggerettes. And speaking of Tyrone, ladies and gentlemen, we are headed next back to BTR. Yeah, every call, time you get called nigger, it settles hey, in your brain. Hey, hey, As I was saying, Talk Real Solutions, which is on the air live right now. We can shut up. You sound like Donald Trump. Hey, 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 shut up, nigger. <laughs> shut up, nigger. You shut up, nigger. You shut up, nigger. Thank you again. And we'll be joined yeah. three a little later on tonight. Bye-bye, niggers. Yes, the welfare office is now closed. Please board the bus and go home now. Thank you. Remember my tip of the day is free. Don't feed the niggly bear. No, it's not. Shut up, Oh, come on. If you were a black man, he would kick your ass right now. You're behind the cell phone. That's the only reason why you're Mr. Brave if I'm talking about the black. Yep. That's all they do. All right, guys, you're going to die. I'm no, you shut up, you faggot. You know I'm sucking dick anyway, bro. We'll leave you up to the line on here. I already know about you, bro. You are. Please. You are.
need to get out of there. Getting very niggerly. Stay with us. I think.
see these white boys in suits and ties, cops. Uh, you see politicians. These motherfuckers, a lot of these motherfuckers are just like the Klan, but they hide it. And I think we as black men have to do the same thing. We have to conceal some of our, our fire. We don't have to show our, we don't have to show of our cards. Man. That, 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 that's the beauty of it. Man. We don't have to fucking always let white people know what we're thinking. We don't. We always don't. Have, I, I agree with the that. Fire we have burning. Yeah. I agree, but the problem is we might yeah. uh, hide the cards, but we don't know where the deck is. That's the problem. I don't understand that. What do you mean? In other words, we're all independent contractors. We don't have a centralized command. There's nobody, no uh, black people that we go to or no black group that we go to and say, okay, Greg, you did this. You accomplished this particular mission. Uh, Now we need you to do this and do that while these other guys handle this. There's nobody like that. You know, we need to eliminate Uncle Tom's and house niggas. (laughs) You know what? We got derailed in the 60s, I think, during the civil rights struggle. Um, we actually were, back in the 50s and 60s, we did have our own black economic uh, communities. We had our own barbershops, our own banking systems, our own, we had our own little stuff going on. But what happened was, man, we decided to, to join this colorblind society with Malcolm, I mean, Martin Luther King, you know, the, you know love your enemy. And, I, and And what happened is a lot of the blacks Moved to, to the suburbs uh, because they could. Right, but see, so what, keep in mind when yeah. Martin Luther King was speaking, that was the NAACP, the Jewish NAACP, uh, NAACP speaking, not Martin Luther King. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't. It was it was Indira Gandhi. He was selling Gandhi's uh, philosophy of non-profit, non-violence. But uh, yeah, but the NAACP told him to do what? that. No, it was, he was following the NAACP told him to do that. No, he's following Gandhi. He should. Read about the man. He's no, down. no, that's not what he, he wanted to do initially. Huh? He was packing heat. He was packing guns. Who was? Initially. Martin Luther King. No, he started with the Montgomery bus boycott with Rosa Parks. That's how he got started. Yeah, and Rosa then Parks he went on, on the yeah. NAACP. Yeah, yeah, no. I but told you this before man, my show. That these well, people are NAACP Jewish well, yeah, that was starting in Toronto by, by white Jews anyway. But the, the the point I'm trying to make is this, man, is that uh, – fuck, I lost my train of thought. We got derailed in, 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 in the 60s with all this nonviolent bullshit integration. But what we should have been about was just getting this white boy off our neck, and that's it, and, and just – but not integration. We, we should have been about just getting him off our neck, and just that's it, and we should have stopped there. When we integrated with the whites, that's when we – that was our downfall. Because all the all the blacks with with money or any they moved to the suburb. My father never did. My, my father stayed in the hood. You know, he was one of the families. You know, you have you know the families that have a little bit of money that, that just stayed. My father stayed. He didn't go nowhere. Fuck that. We we grew up not in the hood, but we grew up in a working middle class neighborhood. Black. He didn't move. He was like fuck that. We always lived. I always lived in a predominantly black neighborhood, but not not the ghetto. It was, we had black middle class. All right, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we had black middle class in the 70s. But before you go, let me, let me say this. Yeah. we got a new uh, caller on the line. I think this is Gary. Alcorn. Okay. It, Damn, Alcorn. What's going on? Hear me? If you could have said something, I would have stopped calling your name like five times. <clears throat> uh, I didn't hear you. Yeah. It's the first time I heard you. Oh, no, you weren't paying attention because the guy was talking. That's why nah, I, was, you I didn't can want ask to. Greg, Greg, did you hear him calling my name? <laughs> no, I didn't hear him. 
But I'm listening, listen, listen. Since this is so called your last show, because I guess too much restrictions, I don't know how you're going to restrict it lately because you be saying what you have want to say. I mean, I'm not getting it, you know. I say certain things at one time, and I took a break off it, and then come back and I say what I feel like, you know, or any show that I, you know, broadcast. But I'm not sure why you, this is a last show because you do make it somewhat interesting now that I think about it, you know. No, I don't want to hear you on Mondays, but now I think about it. So, you know, you do bring something. <laughs> to I don't agree with you. Know, I try. You know, I try. You, you know what it is, Gary? Like I, yeah. okay, go. No, no, tell like me what I, is it? I told I mean, Tyrone, like, like I told Tyrone uh, last week. You know, I think it's not cool when you have guests that do a show to keep their thing flowing, and then if you if the topic is too strong, too real, every single time you say that was a bunch of bullshit. Uh, this You're is cool. craziness. You're sell out. You're yeah, yeah. Good. You're stupid. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Come on, man. We're we're helping to keep this thing flowing. Because if we weren't on, Tyrone wouldn't be on every day. But yet, yeah. when the women read on Thursdays, nobody had her show. Not one time did I ever hear Tyrone say, no. "You broads are a bunch of idiots." I never, never heard him say that. Not once. He never disagreed with the women ever. Never disagreed. Yeah. With and, so and just give us the same respect. Give that women talk for for fucking five or ten minutes. He won't even interrupt them. But at all, period. No matter what they say. You know. Okay. Yep. Never. So I'm I don't know how you feel, Gary. I don't know hey, how you feel, Gary. I, I Sarge. Sarge can probably get it worse than I do, <laughs> as far as the criticism goes. And he he even threw a few uh, temper tantrums. But to me, I just think. Okay, if if you have a problem, critique it, you know, like you do. But you don't have to say, this is not true. This is the dumbest thing I heard. He even outright Enough. lies. Because that website I gave him with all the black stuff on it, he said it was uh, done by a white dude. That was an outright lie. I mean, does, yeah. I checked it out. It wasn't done by it a white is. dude. I mean, if a white dude did that, he must be the most pro-black white dude in the world. <laughs> I mean, come on. I have a question for you before I go, man. I have a question. I got a question. Yeah. I, I, am I a black man or what? Or or am I a white boy? What do you think, boss? Man, I'm still up in the air. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. And the I reason am, why is because am, you, call, you call people uh, niggas a lot. You know? Yeah, I do. Even though yeah, you didn't I, do it tonight. I, I, I fucking grew up in California, man. LA. We say nigger every other word out there. But I, I am a black man, you know. Fuck, I ain't gonna lie. I grew up in Southern California, man. That's how we talk out there. They can tell you that, too. But I am a black man. Okay. I am a passionate black man about what I be. And I, and I and I tell you something else, man. When I'm on this show, and the things I speak about, they're all true. You can look them all up on the internet. I don't just make up shit. I don't pull shit out of my ass. Everything I'm saying is, is truthful, I and mean, I honestly believe it, man. You know, that's just the yeah, right way too. I think about. It. I don't come out with any kooky shit and any uh, personal philosophies that you can't verify. If you ask me where I got it from, see, that's what Tyrone did. He would say, well, yeah. where did you get this uh, stuff from? I would get the proof. And Pianchi pissed me off, too, like when I did the show on the blacks in the, Nat- in the Americas. 
I showed the proof in the chat room. But Pianchi kept on bullshitting, talking about, well, these people don't have an uh, African phenotype. Are they from Africa? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, come on, man. You know what black is. Let's not play these games. So what is the black? fact that somebody's trying to stop that, I find that to be a problem. You know? You get people, you, you know get the documentation. Man? Even Howard. Howard, too. How come? Give documentation. You don't like it. Yeah. Oh, cool. I got a question. I mean, what is black now anyway? I mean, let's think about it. Now. We've, we've been here for 400 years in this country. I, and, I, and I look at brothers. A lot of, a lot of us are light, light skin. I'm sort of in the middle. I mean, you could tell we've been, you know, and our breed of West white people quite a bit because if you look at a true African from yeah. Somalia or Sudan, they're black as shit or, or, or Nigeria or wherever. And then we aren't that dark, man. So, I mean, are we really black anymore? I mean, in the true sense of Africans? I mean, I, well, I actually that's think the thing. That Everybody keeps trying to use African as a standard. Well, yeah, you're right. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people are mixing with whites. I'm going to 209 next too, so stand by 209. But a lot of black people are mixing with whites. But when you see somebody black, like you just pointed out, the Somali and Africans, you know those are black people. So when you see somebody in the Americas. Ancient America's uh, forty five hundred years ago. You see the skin. You see the hair. You know what black yeah. is. You don't have to uh, wonder if it's black or not. The only time people are on the fence about something is when we're dealing with East Indians or black Arabs. Then people, because people, black people see the hair. This is the funny thing about black people. They'll see their hair. It'll be straight or it'll be soft or wavy or almost straight or shiny, naturally, and people start saying, okay, well, yeah, I don't think they're black then. Even though they could be, their skin could be jet black. But you're like, oh, well, their hair is different. They're not black. But yet somebody could be half white, and you'll call them black. That doesn't make any sense. Somebody could be look like Rock Newman, who was clearly mostly white. On the first <laughs> people will say, he's a black man. This, this what is crazy. What about Frederick Douglass? You know he was half white. Yeah, visually, did you he's know a black man. Did you know that? Did you know yeah. he was half white? Yeah. What about, what yeah. about Bob Marley? Did you know, did you know he was half white. What about who? Booker T. Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Oh yeah, Bob Marley. Yeah. Half white. Did you know that? Malcolm X quarter white. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Malcolm Bob X Jew. quarter white doesn't count because how, how, how many? How much do you keep counting down? I mean, come on. Well, what I'm trying to say is that, man, I mean, I always, I always I actually think about this quite a bit because my wife is fucking light-skinned shit. She's like Vanessa Williams. She's real light. And I always consider, I mean, what the fuck is black anymore? I mean, are we really black? Because we lost our minds. We we aren't. We don't have our minds anymore. You know, we lost our fucking minds when we came to America. Dude. They took our minds from us, you know, which is now the biggest Now they're trying to step. take our blackness. If you think about what, what they did to us, as far as slavery was, was bad, but what was even worse was, they stole our mind. We don't have our fucking mind anymore. We don't know who the fuck we are. We don't have any culture. We have no direction. I mean, we're all fucked up in a lot of ways, man. You know? Thank yeah, God due to Uncle Tom's and theft, everybody's thinking what we have, you know? <laughs> you know, I hate that mm. fucking word because I've been calling Uncle Tom a lot. I, I hate that word, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. You know what I noticed, Greg? And I'm coming to 209 next. I noticed that uh, a lot of people who hate being called a coon or Uncle Tom, they always say, I don't like that word. 
like I was on Afro Synergy's uh, uh, YouTube channel, and he was talking about uh, slave. We all came from Africa. We didn't come in Americas first. And everybody was all over his ass. So people were calling him coons. I called him a coon. He's like, you can't use that word around here. That'll be banned. I say, yeah, see, the guilty party, they don't want to hear that word. <laughs> no, but I, he wanted to I go to the top. No, I would, never, I, would never call, I would never call a black man a coon, ever. To me, that's just a derogatory coon term. Coon is all right. No, it's, it's a shoe No, fit. it's not. To me, to, to then me, they got to wear it. To me, no, to me, that's like calling a, a, a fucking woman a bitch or something or, or a cunt. I just think it's, I no, think it's no, a low blow. No, no, that's not the same thing. To me, it that's is. That's not the same thing to me. Well, I'm Let me get the 209. They're on the air right now. Yeah, I'm on the air. Hi, I'm West Hi, Coast. Hi, who's this? West Coast. What's going on? What's going on? Okay. How you doing? Now, uh, I've, been a long, I, I've been a long-time listener. Uh, Greg, no, a long, long, long time ago, you had said... Uh, I know this. I, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know we know each other, but I'm just saying I just <laughs> go by different names. But I, yeah, you know, but Greg, look, 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 look. Trust me, Greg. A long time ago, I made a little joke. I know you're black, but you say when you when you mentioned Atlantic Star. Now this was like two or three years ago. When you mentioned Atlantic Star. Atlantic. We're asking what kind of music you. Like. Don't too many black people know about it. No, I mean outside of black. No, too many communities outside of black people know that group. So I believe that you are, but. You're still even on my radar, so question. You know However, what? I still have um, a CD in my... I'm in my car. I still have a CD. You want to hear it? I'll play it right now. It's still in my car. No, what I'm saying is... I'm in my car right now. No, no, no. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I'm in my car. Hold on. Hold on. No. Uh, Here it is. No, I'm, I'm not done. Okay, as far as play. black people are concerned, some of our greatest ancestors are people it. that... <laughs> hold on, I'm in my right? car. Hold on. Some of the some of the people. Greg, hold on. Some of the people that we prop up as black people are quarter white, half white, Malcolm X, and quarter white. Shahar is that Ali? She. um, We get we get it, Greg. You got the song. We get it. Huh? Yeah. No, no. Go ahead. Okay. Some of the people. Okay. Some of the people that we prop up. Yeah. I'm self-proclaiming themselves as black. They 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 self-admitted. Yeah, I'm a, I'm two-thirds. Shahara Ali found out she was 30% white. She's 60% black. She said this on a different show. Uh, she said this on a, a context of white supremacy. She says she's black. We know Prince is half black uh, and Italian, and we know that you know a whole bunch of other people. Frederick Douglass half white, but they claim black. So let's just have that argument out the window. Some are whiter than others. Really? Prince um, wasn't half white though. He wasn't half Italian. Yeah, well, white Italian, eh, same thing, whatever. I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm saying, well, you he, know he what I mean. He wasn't half Italian. He just said that. Well, well sorry, eh, Tommy, white, is it? white, whatever. Yeah, we just know that daddy was white. white. We know daddy was white. But what I'm no, saying his, is. His father was fa- black. His father was black. Or, or, or someone was, I don't know. I don't know. I just know he's mixed, right? But I'm just saying. What's is, your point, man? As far, What's your point? My point is, I'm just touching different things with you, which you said in the past. Now I'm jumping over yeah. to. When our businesses got taken down, well, as far as what, yeah. well, what I mean, I'm talking about is uh, Malcolm, I mean, Martin Luther King. That whole nonviolent yeah. thing, we all know he got from Mahatma Gandhi. The reason why it worked yeah, for him was, was because we did something flawed that he, that Mahatma Gandhi and his people didn't do. 
we didn't resist a lot of the economic goods that were given to us in America. We didn't say, no, we don't want it. Too many of, the, too many of us shop at, get the latest iPhone and the shoes and the new 2017 Subaru. No, we still like to buy that shit. As far as what the Indians did in the 1800s, listen, Greg, you got to listen to this. The reason why their nonviolent work worked for them was because they economically resisted the trades and goods that the British gave them. And they also had a liberate. Yes, that's why it worked well. We did not have an army. Well, we did. The Black Panthers, they fell. But we, and we also, and they also had a kind of like a endurance, some type of liberation army for like defense as backup. I don't know. I don't hear about it too much, but I know that they had one. Because if we're going to actually want, you know, the nonviolent thing to work, we have to back it up with we're not going to not only hit you, but we're not only going to, fuck, we're not going to buy your goods. We're not going to read your books. We're not going to eat your foods. We're not going to, you know, we, we, have, we have to have a lot of people say we're not going to invest our money, time, culture, socially into your stuff. So, therefore, that a lot for work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, You know, we've actually learned from the Indians too. You know that you know that they tried to enslave the Indians when they came here, but the Indians refused to work. They would kill themselves. It wouldn't work. They said, "Fuck that." We're not. They would not. They would not be slaves. We were not the first person they tried to enslave. They tried to enslave the Native Americans, and they wouldn't do it. The pride would not allow them to be slaves. We could, we the reason done why that. we became uh. slaves. Hold on. The reason yeah. why we became slaves over. Yeah. Everyone else was because obviously we can handle the work, but they bred us like cattle anyway. Was because really, those mm. Indians, especially especially up in Mexico, those Indians started dying. They tried to have some wedge themselves into the culture. By, let me you know, pause you right there. Let me, let me call, oh, pause okay, you right there, Marco. Sorry. Now, white man has always had this myth that the natives couldn't handle the workload, but the Africans could. Now let's get so, real. No, the the no, natives are in their the, own. The natives are in their own damn land. Why couldn't they do the damn work when they yeah. built everything they in their goddamn be. America? They refused to be. No, no, they, that's not the. But that's not the story. But check this out: the white man, yeah. who built his goddamn boats for him to get over here in the first place, he yeah. must have done that, right? Yeah, he did. <laughs> so come on. Yeah. So, so what? What is hey. that? Only black. Only the black man work. That doesn't make any sense. Hey, and I proved it. What's this guy's point? This is guy from California. What is your point, man? Are you friend or foe or with me or what? What's just the point there? Um, as far as what? <laughs> as far as oh, Billy Ray, um, yeah. I would say I don't have a problem with you, but I'm still am what suspicious of you because you still. Why? I don't know. Maybe I've had it been a while because what you sound like back then, two years ago, you still kind of sound like that now, and I haven't been on for a very long time. But maybe yeah, that's your I, opinion. I am, maybe because yeah, last time when people said they show your picture, you haven't re- you refused yeah. to do it. This was like in 2014, 2013. I don't know if you've done it now in 2017. I'm just saying. I don't know. No, so, I'm not going to show my picture. Why? I'm not going to do that. But that's the Why thing. Why would I do you know, that? You show, I, I mean, you don't have to show where you are. I'm just saying, sh- sh- show me your fucking uh, Fucking do rag or something you wearing? I don't know. Um, <laughs> show us your glasses. You ain't gonna show your eyes or nothing. I'm wearing a skull cap right now. It's not a do rag. You know, skull cap. I got one on right now. Right, right, you can wear a freaking. You can wear. Show us your black hand. All you gotta do is you can wear a skull mask. 
show us your voice yeah. and show us like the back of your hand and know that you're black. At least that. Okay. You I know, have a question you're... for you, man. Look, I'm a question for you. We're on this show. I'm on this show. I come every now and then, three times a month. We talk about all these subjects about black America. Now, if I was a white boy, how would I know all this shit about black America? How would I know all these little shit like do rags? If you were a white boy, you would know all this stuff because, um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. How would I know all this this shit, these white boys, how how would I know all this shit we talk about? And I know it. I'm right on it. How would I know all this shit if I was a white boy? Oh, no, it's very easy. You too. What? There's this dude, okay, there's this dude, white dude named Elijah Hamilton. He reads probably more books than the average black person who's conscious, who's lazy to look up their own history. He knows more facts than books. He's on my Facebook page. He reads books that we don't even have access to yet. So what I'm saying is how could you not know about black people if you hang around them? Because I'm black, man. I grew up. up, My my mother was black. My father was black. My sisters are black. My brothers are black. I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. I'm saying, like, it's pretty easy. I'm just saying it's pretty easy for these, for white people online to learn shit about black folks to learn just enough to pass themselves off as us. I'm just saying. So you're going to have to do a little bit better than that. I'm I'm just saying. I know, but but the deal is I know everything, man. How, How could I be a white boy and I know everything? We talk about subjects and I know them. Okay, I know. I know I that white dude that calls him uh, Mike Hood. <laughs> Mike Hood. Huh? He, he 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 talks the same talk. What? You know. <laughs> Mike oh Hood. yeah, Mike Hood. Yeah, he talks lingo. Uh, Is he with a black girl? Yeah. yeah. Isn't he with a hey. black one? <laughs> Mike Hood. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I think yeah. This is what he if, was. I don't know. Something like that. If you guys, I think he was. If, if you guys ever start a business and you have to deal with white folks, which is primarily my customers. You have to have a very good uh, vocabulary and speech, or you're not going to get business. People aren't going to let you wire their homes or give you money if you if you sound like fucking Pookie and you, you have you have a poor command of English language. That's why I talk the way I do because I deal with white folks and I got to talk in a, a way that crack white boys understand or white women that that makes them feel like I'm competent. Okay, I'm just the way it is. I, I talk on the phone. I have to deal. Well, with I mean, people, if that's your natural voice, have, I mean, yeah. there's no no problem with yeah. that because. Your natural voice, yeah. your natural voice, you know? But hold on. Who this 860 Okay, Greg. Yeah. Yes. You, okay, you're preaching to the choir, so someone who knows less than I do, you can't really say someone like, you can't really say something like that to me because you can, but I have just as much experience in dealing with white folks as almost as you. You may be a little older than me, but I'm like 30. I'll be 32 next year, so. I, you know, yeah. I understand the get your you get your white man voice on to you know play the lingo. I know the lingo. It's not know. actually not. I know white, this white. is actually my this is actually my speaking voice. When I'm fucking my woman, this is the voice I used to. I'm just going to Okay, well, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just it. like I'm. I don't really switch up like that. I talk like this yeah. on and off the phone. Right. Articulately oh, no, like this. Okay. This is my voice. Well, okay. I don't. I don't I'm, I'm just saying like okay. Well, you're not. I'm just saying you're not telling me anything new. I understand. I understand. You know, it's well, like an you engineer talking to another engineer. Right? In, in the 1970s, oh, that's what Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Well, hold on one second. Let me, let me check this line. 860, who's this? 860. Oh, D, what's going on? Let's hear from D real quick because he's been holding for a while. Okay. Hold on, D. What's up? What y'all want to hear about? Oh, uh, no, whatever you're talking about. 
Nah, I mean, I was listening to the conversation, you know, I, I think there's some valid points made and whatnot, and um, I know, like, right now, you're talking about the whole picture thing. I, I, I don't know what, what's that really going to prove as far as, and then, you know, the, the, the argument to that, uh, how would you know about black people if you were white? I mean, shit, we in America, they brought us here as slaves, I mean, basically wrote the history book. You know what I'm saying? We learn in their language, so it's not really hard. So, I mean, and to me personally, um, I mean, you know, the whole color thing to me is not really the issue. You know what I'm saying? My issue mainly when I see online is, you know, it's just a lot of infighting. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's the really the part that kind of like gets me mad because. I just see countless videos, especially towards the black woman, and like, seem to kind of like put them down all the time. I'm not so sure what? why. Say again. So what? I hate to say this, man, but in the black community, we, we okay, we can address a black man, which is fine. I got no problems about brothers. We aren't taking care of our kids. We're having all these fucking. We're doing crime. We aren't. We aren't building. Uh, like uh, other racist men, we are competing. I, I've been hearing this shit since the '80s, which I understand. I mean, we aren't, we aren't, we, we aren't as black, and we aren't where we need to be. But for some reason, we, a lot of people feel like we can't address the black woman, and that's where I'm like, no, we can address her too. Her fault. We need to address black men and black women, and that, that's that's the problem I have on this show a lot of times. I address black women a lot of times, and brothers get they get all fucking butt hurt. I'm talking, you talking about my mama. <laughs> And it's a difference that's the difference between addressing a black woman or just a black person, period, and just kind of like scrutinizing, you know, kind of like uh, making fun and poking fun and, you know, antagonizing, you know what I'm saying, and, and trying to make, you know, all these memes and whatever the case is and generalizing like one or a few individuals and saying that's the whole, you know, race or the whole black female or the whole black man. There's a big difference between that because a lot of times we, 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 uh, we take the white man's agenda and we, when we say black community, we only look at, and it's kind of, and a lot of us are guilty of it. When we think of black community, we always think of the poor community. There are rich black communities. There are wealthy black communities out there, but we never talk about that stuff. The only time we talk about black communities, is the poor ones, and then when we talk about the white communities, it's the rich ones. They got poor white communities out there. They do. So we, we kind I'll of fall into that Look, stereotype. For one thing, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I want you to write this down. I don't give a fuck about the white community and their shit. I don't give a fuck about. I'm write this down. I don't give a fuck about the white community. I don't care about them. Okay, and we have enough of our own issues to deal with white folks. What I just said. You, you one thing. What I just one said. thing. One thing we need to do as black people, we need to work. We need to worry about our own selves now. We need to be selfish, deal with our own fucking issues, and quit worrying about what the Mexicans are doing, what the white folks are doing. Fuck that. We need to worry about the black community and ourselves. That's what I, my primary focus on. And I do address the black woman because I honestly believe that ninety percent of our problems starts with the black yes, woman. You are now listening to. I honestly believe that. Yes, the white boy. With her. You're alive on this edition of Talk Real. You mean 90% of our problems? We are now 
within I the black group, that. you mean? Within the final half an hour. Ninety percent of our problems. I'll, I'll, I'll post call tonight. I think nine so percent of our sure problems. Sure, stay tuned. Uh, tonight, we're getting the NBA black problems. She's ninety percent of our problems. We have to deal with episode the two before we can move forward. Episode two. And a lot of brothers do not want to deal with that black woman. They're afraid of her, I guess. Well, they want pussy. I don't know. They don't want to address that black woman. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, I'll, 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 hey. We're going to do a black woman. Hold on, let me say it. Let me ask a great question. How do we deal with a black woman? That's the number one question. Huh? So, say 99% of the problem is her. I said 90. I think, I think our main problem in the black community is to break down the family. That's where our problems are. We we got our families intact. I think the black black race could move forward. Until we get our families intact, we we aren't going nowhere, man. We're we're, we're stuck in the mud forever. We're we're not we're is going it, backwards. Okay. Say again. Is it the woman's huh? fault that we can't move forward? We yes, that's with the black woman. We, we don't get her and if we don't check that black woman, we're not going to move forward as a race. We're going to be stuck in the mud. A lot of brothers don't see the problem. The problem is our main problem is to break down the black family. And that's how and this, that's how you build. Hold on, man. Let's, this is let's, what I'm talking about right here. Huh? And this is what we're talking about right here. I know. I know you're getting butt hurt because I'm because I'm talking about your mama. Why don't you just why don't you just sit on the sideline? Once you hey, I know you get butt hurt because I'm talking about your mama and you're getting butt hurt, man. Huh? No, I'm not getting butt hurt. Trust me. You're supposed to be a black man. Let me finish my point, man. Hold on, hold on. You're supposed to lead, and and you can't even lead because your problem is ninety percent of the is uh the black woman. So right now, what you're saying is you're a weak leader because you placed the blame on somebody that you should be leading, but you can't even lead. Oh. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll, say what I'm saying. No, I'll say what I'm saying. I think we, we I think not our problem is, well, not, not, but we aren't formulating families. And women are the ones that formulate families. They're, they're the ones that, that pick guys to, to, shoot, to start families with. And our women are not forming families. Therefore, that's why we are not moving forward, because we do not have the black family is not intact. And, that, and I put that blame on the black woman. She's refusing to formulate families, and that is our problem. She needs to get married, have kids, have families, and we'll move forward. She's not doing that. She's having babies with three or four different dudes, three or four different yeah, men, but is not married. Women. Anywhere. Uh, that's why we're not moving life forward. Life is not married as women, so we got to put blame on that. Because uh, yeah. that and say, oh, all right, let me give you the point. Right. I get the point say, I'm pregnant, and I say, oh, let me count. That's on that, nigga. All right. Uh, is, uh, right. is What's the conversation tonight, man? You still uh, talking about black? Show, talking about... Uh, you might not hear his voice We're not so much about this. We're not talking it's about your last show. I'll probably call in. Let me man. tell you something. I keep telling you there's a yeah. difference between blacks and those who identify as African-American, especially objective black African-American. There's a great difference between the two. I'm the latter, and of course, a natural-born United States citizen. Now, uh, it's stuff about people coming together. There's nothing stopping folks from coming together to do whatever it is that they want to do. But the ones that talk about that coming together, they don't do it. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like you walk up to the, <laughs> you know, you walk up to the scary house. And rather than you knocking on the door, you get behind the group and let them knock on the door and see what's going to happen. 
So uh, that's the way I see it to be. And uh, women are not going to marry somebody that's not going to be able to take care of them, Greg. That's a problem. Yeah, great and problem. as I said before, all black folks are not the same. How are you going to say that to them? Got that right. Look at them. Look at them blacks who are sending their kids to those those forty thousand, fifty thousand dollar year schools, pre K to I'm sorry, kindergarten to twelfth grade. So their ideas and their ideology and viewpoints is not going to be the same as uh, somebody right. had got earlier mentioned about poo poo and Ray Ray. As a matter of fact, they yeah, move they're, away they're, from they're, they're my, their minds, I'm not saying it in a negative or positive way, but I'm just saying their minds is going to be more white-oriented and, and, and into the white world. I mean, that's just... Well, they don't necessarily minds have to be, be more white. Or this is, you are an American citizen. Your culture is, is American. There's sub-variations of it that uh, like you, like, you know, you can go in some parts of the country and, and their ideas and you know, they the uses of words is different. Well, that sounds good, but you know that's not the reality because you have Asians and Indians who go to these private schools as well. They may be in America, but they're not really an American in culture. They're Indian or Chinese or what have you in culture, and, and they're white oriented because they're in the white world. Well, it so depends on what generation they people. are, Alcon. It depends well, on what generation. Generation. Yeah, talking you talking about, about ones who are recent revi- uh, arrival? Yes, they still not not necessarily arrival. T- Just the present people who are here. They could be born here, whatever. You know, they, they're well, worried about their people, not, their countrymen. You can't blanket everybody, all Asians that way because they're not that way. All Asians well, are not most of them tied are, into and, and their home. Most of them are. That's why they're successful. That's why the Indians are successful, because they stick together. You know, they're going to uh, defend each other while black people, well, American black people, are acting as individuals. We, we're never thinking of as a group unless it comes down to something racist. What the hell is that yeah. noise? Wait, no well, so what about anyway, them African immigrants? Like them, like my favorite, see, again, uh, the Nigerian. Nigerian right. coming, they marry, they marry black American, they marry African American women. Rare, rarely do they do that, and and you keep bringing up these Africans. These people had nothing to do with us. Nigeria, Ghana, that's not our motherland. That's not our country of origin. These people are somebody else. They're coming here. They're worrying about their people. They're not worried about well, us. They, but don't, they don't live in the same but, neighborhoods as we do. But better define, better define your us and your we. Okay. Can I say something? Yeah, one second. The, the us okay. are the general black Americans. And, and the, general, and, and the, general, the general black Americans. So it's not all of them, right? Right. They're right. It ain't all of them. So you... Right. When you saying us, you, you're trying to include. You may be on the verge of including somebody no, no, into no, no, your no, us that don't want to be. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the us who are a part of the us. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody else is an Uncle Tom house nigger or a freelance coon. That's what. That's who the everybody else is. So well, I'm you us, about is, us. Well, you us is a bunch of dysfunctional assholes like Greg just got you talking about. 
So you, are you calling all yourself coming a coon? All coming all different Kiyaki? sizes, colors, and shapes. No, a, a are you coon calling yourself a coon? Is a coon is a critical opinion of the Negro. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about that because that's all coons do. Persons that have critical critical opinion, critical opinions of the Negro. Yeah, you know, these words and worship these words of that, the white man. These words that y'all use. I think like, West Coast. Well, I had white men working for me, so I guess I worship them. So don't be putting me in there. I ain't putting you in there. We talking, having a conversation. When you go to work West tomorrow, who are you working for, Alquan? Alquan, when you go to work tomorrow, who are you working for? I'm working for the. That's I'm all. working for the black man. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you take and you sprint like you saying vote. To get your check cash. Nope. Direct deposit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. You learn you learned the yeah, lesson, West, didn't you? <laughs> I think uh West Coast West Coast wants to get in. Yeah. Um, I wanted right. to say something. You know, I was in a okay, I was in a taxi cab with an Ethiopian dude, right? And it, and a couple of Africans. Over the years, that when I run into someone who's African, um, the same that they already come. In, I think they already come in knowing that we're different, much different from them, and our mind is gone culturally. The former us has been gone. Right now, when I reveal, like, oh no, when I talk to them, like, no, no, I identify with African. I I see you, and they're like, I identify with you. Then they want to be like. They want to connect. There's that desire to identify with us. It's just that, like, I had a conversation with a Ghanaian woman. I asked her, how come you don't like us? How come you don't want to talk to us? Her answer that was, no, you don't want to talk to us. So we're both thinking, how come you don't want to talk with me? Not true. Not true. Well, I knew, many pl- of them I knew plenty of Africans even some Ghanaians. All the yeah, Ghanaians, but you know what they wanted to do? They were kind of using what? me a little bit. And they, okay. one of them married a white man, and she was driving a lot of Jaguars and fancy stuff. She had her hair nice. She was, she was looking right. And, but right. they kept trying to get me to marry their cousins so their cousins can come into the country. That's what they kept trying to use me for and try to pay me okay. at well, $3,000. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm shitting you. Well, Anquan, Damn that 3000 The bidding starts at 5 Alquan, I'm just yeah. saying not every answer is 100% absolute across the board. Like you were used, my conversation experiences has been I want to identify with these black Americans. They're my brother. You know what I mean? Like maybe not all want to identify with black Americans, but it's it's not we're shooting ourselves in the foot if we're like, well, we don't really try to make the attempt because if we can get in culturally, we can get in get citizenship, then we make friends, then we have maybe extended family there, you know, just, just make business. It's all about networking and socializing. You know, if we don't even make an attempt, then, because the thing is, what makes, what puts us closer to those resources and those, whatever they got over there? We're both black. If we were like, yo, no, I identify, teach me your culture, teach me your language. We got it in already. All we got to do is just claim it, you know? You never know. Someone's cousin could be the ambassador to the president, Robert Mugabe, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you could at least try. 
once we do that, then we're in. We're well, I've known plenty of anyway. Africans, and, and yeah. none of them ever try to get me into the government. Matter of fact, I dated a Nigerian. I know the yeah. hockey's probably like this guy's always talking. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap up our streaming portion of the program tonight. Yes, as we have been here in prime time here tonight, we are closing down now on the final few moments of the show. Wait a minute. What are you guys waving your hand for? What? Wait a Really? But we've got she moves over on talk shoe. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, we know we know that we are getting close to that hour. What hour you ask? Yes, the 10 p.m. Central hour, which will uh, follow with the all new edition episode two of Todd Moore's tonight. But we also know, ladies and gentlemen, that I, your late night president, Todd Morris, have implemented a very special policy to protect all of our hosts, listeners, and chatters here at Late Night. We have asked that all members of the African-American community leave, yes, leave TalkShoe.com in a very prompt and very, dare I say, niggerly fashion. Yes. We, we ask that after the hours of 10 p.m. Central, each and every night, that there be no niggering, no niggering on the network. So I see they're all trying to get it in, I guess, before the 10 p.m. Central hour hits. And there has been plenty of it tonight. Oh, my God. This entire five-hour call is full of nothing but you, you know you know, well, apparently we've got some some Shebos who are over on talk show. I guess to close out the show tonight, not like we haven't already had enough of it. I guess we're going to the Shebos show over here on on, on talk show. Guys, go ahead. You want to go? Let's go. Enter the call ID followed by the pound key. Enter your PIN followed by the pound key. If you are not a TalkShoe member, press 1, then pound. To get... You are now joining the call. TalkShoe. Recorded live. Never... You are unmuted. In any way. That doesn't so. sound right. That doesn't sound right. I don't know if they were authentic because why would they just all of a sudden, we, you know. Cause and yeah, I, and I had that idea, too. I thought, you know, because South Carolina, you know, South Carolina is a horse of a different color when it comes to everything. 
and and it's a very conservative state. So they believe in staying with the tradition of everything, the way it was back when we did not have rights. I mean, everything. They want everything back the way it was. <laughs> okay. So and then plus this is a very heavily this is a very heavy military town. We're, uh, we're big, you know. Yeah, we got Fort Jackson here. You know, it's 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 highly military. So it's kind of the targets here are really feeling it. They say California has a lot of targets. I believe South Carolina has a lot of targets. A lot of people who are targets here don't even know they're targets. I mean, there are so many people that I come across, strangers, that say that they 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 don't know the last time they had a good night's sleep. You know, and they have no clue as to why they're not sleeping. But I do. But they don't. They have no knowledge on electronic harassment. They have no knowledge of gang stalking. They have no knowledge of organized stalking. You know, that's why I wanted the public awareness campaign to take place so that people would have, you know, a, a label to to attach to what was happening to them. You know, and not think it's something medical or psychological, but it's actually a crime done against them. And that's what I wanted to, you know, clarify for people here. But um. I ho- hopefully one day I'll be able to do that. I'm thinking I might have to start it myself. Yeah, because me being a target, I don't just uh, up and abandon people, you know what I mean, because I know what it's like, so that's just very strange. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. I heard someone talking in the background. Me too. I thought maybe I heard a male voice. I thought maybe it was you, but that wasn't. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. I heard someone else. Hello? Is anyone else there? Yes. Oh, yes. hello? Yes, I'm Hi. here. Oh, ladies, how are you tonight? Just uh, stopping by the show and uh, was listening to you guys chit-chat here uh, just a little bit. I just wanted to remind you all, I am uh, Todd Morris, by the way, and I just wanted to remind you that uh, after the hours of 10 p.m. Central each and every night here on Talk Show, uh, we have a new policy that we have implemented in which we allow no members of the African-American community to be present podcasting here after the hours of 10 p.m. Central. All right. Are you serious? Yes, yes, yes. So Why I'm, is that? Well, it's just to help keep our, you know, our late night division of hosts and shows and chatters safe, you know, Sometimes mm-hmm. you all tend to get a little rowdy and out of control. You know. Are you sure you represent TalkShoe? No, 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 no. I am the late night president uh, here at TalkShoe. I do not work for uh, TalkShoe. You don't work for TalkShoe, but you you're still representing TalkShoe. No, I'm not representing TalkShoe. I'm representing late night. It's a it's a certain division here that starts at 10 p.m. Central. Each and every night, and we we carry our programming on until the wee hours of, of of the morning. But we do ask that during the time late night it is in session, that uh, there be no no uh, you know. I, mean, I don't want to say I'm trying to be politically correct. You're joking, aren't you? Because I I'm not even I don't even know how to enter that form at the late night. I'm never there, so. There would be no reason for you to inform me because I don't have the PIN number. So this has got to be a prank. Or... No, 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 it's no prank. There is no, no PIN is, number. Is there a place, sir, that I can look this up on the TalkShoe website so that I can have some documentation that says that that's valid? 
what you're saying? No, no, there's no place here. Top shoe is is top shoe, and I'm Todd Morris. And I'm you're who? My name is Todd Morris, late night president. Todd Morris, okay. Yes, and you can tell Todd Chu that that late night president Todd Morris informed you that after the hours of 10 p.m. Central, that we asked that they're, you know, you guys kind of simmer down a little bit. Yeah, I think that you're you're not who you say you are. You, exactly. Your name may be your name may be Todd Morris, but I don't know if your your title is what it is. I'm, I don't think I'm believing I've been the late night president here at Talk Two. I've been the late night president at Block Talk Radio. I've been the late night president over at Spreaker.com. I'm the late night uh, president. Where.com? What did you say? Dot com. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Spreaker.com. Spreaker. How do you spell that? S-P-R. Uh-huh. Spreaker. I mean... Oh, you mean Springer? Like like Jerry no, Springer? Spreaker. 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 Oh, Spreaker. S-P-R-I-N-K-E-R? Now, listen here, okay? I I know that it's very well known that, that the Negro population has trouble reading, but I mean... Must okay, I, I believe you're a perp, well, sir. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm thank sorry. you. Wait a minute. I am not a pervert, all right? I, I didn't say pervert. I said perpetrator. I believe oh, you're a perpetrator. Oh, my God. What does that mean? Can you mute him out? Because I knew he wasn't authentic because he's hard. Even what do you mean authentic? Him? I am the most authentic man that has ever graced <laughs> okay, out Okay, this is going you. a little too far. This is ridiculous. I'm trying to inform the Negroid population <laughs> over here that they got to leave the ten, and they still don't get it. All right? Okay. Renita. We need yeah. proper um, documentation. Renita, can you... Um, this witness... Can you this hit the welfare office for yourself, Renita? Yeah. Right, this isn't the welfare office. Yeah, she she's going on and on about authenticity and uh, we need some documentation. You are right, muted. You're not at KFC. This is at Walmart. Okay, uh, sure Renita, can you um, come back? You hit the same number. You can wow. come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you all again. And I just wanted to make sure that I yeah, let you know. Uh, I don't. I don't know what happened. All right. Thank you all. That's again. the mentality we're dealing with uh, worldwide now. That's yeah. I mean, that what he said wasn't even a real title. The afternoon president. <laughs> I mean, the evening president of Talk You. Are you serious? No, you still got it wrong. And he has nothing better to do with himself. Got a drunkard to call. I mean. It's late night president. I mean, I know he's and did like he just call us Negro? Was it Negro? I, I forgot which one. I don't even care. <laughs> I said Negro. He wanted to. Negro. New. Oh wow, that man. was that was scary right there. That was <laughs> scary. I don't know who that was, but I, on behalf of him, I truly apologize to all of the other callers on the line. I don't know where that came from, but okay. Are there other callers on the line? Yes, ma'am. They, they're, uh, we have, you know, the guy that I muted, <laughs> and then we have someone, two other people that were in. Well, one guy just popped up, one email address. I mean, one web got talk. I can't even talk right now. One person in the chat room has come in, I and then something, 
and someone listed as a telephone number came in. Okay. So. so yeah, yeah, and I was wondering, how did you get your number anyway? So well, good. you know, when I start my sh- my show, it shows up as an active show on the list of what's oh. on now, live now. So, yeah. But it has been an interesting talk, and I appreciate you participating, and I appreciate everyone else that's joined in. Um, if y'all have anything to say, please feel free to say it, except if you're that guy that was talking about being the evening president of talk to everyone but him can say something right now. So um, please feel free to to uh, come in and, and discuss along with
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.